get a little bit of this sweet banter before we start. Ah, I got the pot. What are you, what are you I got the there? podcast fluid flowing. I am drinking uh, bourbon, bourbon and starry. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. Mm, indeed. My wife was like, ew. And I was like, well, shit, we ain't got no ginger ale or Sprite. So I guess I'm drinking fucking starry. Well, yeah, even even Sprite, I wouldn't think. Yeah, bourbon. nobody, nobody. We're, we're out of like everything in our house. We're out of yeah, everything. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple beers down there, too. I'm gonna have to send a couple. I'm gonna have to send the kids for a beer run later, just cause you know. Yeah, this right. Is just to get me started. Now I I drank too many IPAs and I was like, I gotta stop drinking IPAs. So that's funny. Switched over to wine last weekend. I was just crushing like wine. I was like, this Red? is nice. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big I'm a big nice. red wine fan myself. I, felt, I like red wine. I felt good. Only problem was I, I'm not used to like the difference in volume of liquid. So like I'm like having a glass of wine. I have one right here, and I was like. I'll just go, 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 go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. You can't drink it like a beer. <laughs> yeah. Just crushing these wines to the head, man. Awesome. So, fun fact, I had a um, my first real experience, I guess I would say, with red wine because I've always had like a glass here and there. But uh, we went to a wine party, and uh, I did not know that apparently you are supposed to just sip and spit. Uh, yeah. yeah I was that? drinking. <laughs> I was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are these guys spitting out yeah, this expensive to... ass wine? These guys are rude. <laughs> yeah, we went to a couple of wine tastings. Like, I mean, we've been to like wineries out in Shenandoah, but we went to one and out in uh, Sonoma Valley. It was like, it was a winery that you would, oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. It was something that you would expect to be like the house wine, like a Bannigan's. <laughs> But it was like their fancy wine, <laughs> and it was like forty bucks a head to taste this wine. Oh, and I was like, I'm getting my money's worth yeah. out of this. Yeah, that's it. wine. Wine is not cheap, especially good wine. But it's fucking delicious. <laughs> it yeah. is so good. And uh, hey, I know you like steak, so dude, having a good steak dinner and some wine—that shit's that shit's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so funny. Yeah, so what's, uh, what's up with you? Anything new? Uh, dude, trying my best not to fucking pass out here at this damn wildfires, man. Well, yeah, yeah. like, uh, I, so, you know, I'm trying to keep up, stay active as I get older. You know, I'm, body's breaking down. I'm fat as hell, fatter than I want to be. So I'm just trying to stay active, right? So um, I've taken up to biking, right? And I've been doing that for the past shit. Uh, man, it's probably been a year and a half now, right? probably a little bit more so i typically try to do like an hour or so in the morning before i get ready for work so i run right about 12 miles around the house and then shower and go so i went for a bike ride uh yesterday morning right because i get up at like eh, 5 30 i usually hit the hit the road by six uh-huh. and i'm like man i just feel so tired today like why am i so exhausted i don't get it fast forward until like you know, maybe like nine, ten o'clock that day, we get the code red warning. And I was like, oh, shit, is there a new Mountain Dew? Yeah. And I read that motherfucker. And I was like, oh, that's why I was so tired. Goddamn air's all fucked up. It's like you're smoking yeah, a pack man. of cigarettes out Oh, there. that's what it felt like, dude. Seriously. I, felt, I was like, I'm just, yeah. like, you could just tell you weren't getting oxygen. And I, I didn't yeah. know what it was. Really? Uh, I hadn't had an allergy pill in the past, like, four or five days because fucking CVS treats me like a goddamn meth addict. And, like. Uh, Dylan and I both have severe allergies. And so like Allegra D is what I take. 
but it only uh-huh. comes in like a 15 pack. And so like, if both of us are taking the fucking pill, right. Cause it's a 24 hour pill. I got to go back every goddamn week. And they're like, ah, oh, nah, buddy. Uh, yeah. Nah, buddy. You're, you're maxed out. And I'm like, come on, man. This is bullshit. Like there's only, I'm jumping for a fix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, come on. Give me some. And uh, just give me a hit. Let me get a taste, baby. Uh, it's uh, it's bad. So you got to end up either store hopping <laughs> or the wife and I got to rotate. And, it's so yeah, funny. Yeah. You're like getting Sudafed to make meth. Dude. Oh, my God. It's that, I blame all the rappers. I don't know if any of you guys are listening, but <laughs> you guys and your fucking scissor and all that bullshit fucked up Sudafed so for my kids, man. I try to get Sudafed. They look at me like. You got to give them the secret code to get Sudafed. It, I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you guys got Sudafed? And they're like, no, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, come on, man. I just fucking bought it last week, man. You know what the hell I'm talking about. I want, I want yeah, that good yeah. stuff. Not this, not this yeah, yeah, they're stuff. like, there's some pills over there on the wall. And it's like, nah, man, I don't want the pills. Give me the shit in the bottle. I got kids, man. They got to drink this shit. I know that shit's yeah, bullshit. they got to drink this shit. I got a pharmacist friend. He told me that shit's shit was bullshit. bullshit. And they're like, all right, man, meet me around back and I'll give you some fucking Sudafed. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, you gotta come to Wink Wink, not, not a roll up a 20 to get fucking Sudafed. It's crazy. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I you know. I've been doing dad stuff. It's been it's been a while. It's been, you know, it's been like four weeks since you recorded a podcast. It doesn't seem like that long ago, but I guess that's true. It's just like we kept trying to get it together and just like weeks yeah, went by. We, Cause I've been we to, got- it's been, I've been to a music festival with the kids I've been to Virginia Beach with the kids. Nice. Did you stop by? Did you stop by um, to see my Sue? Oh, uh, the Virginia Beach trip. Uh-huh. Did you stop by to see my Sue. My Sue lives down in Virginia. Oh, she Beach, down there? Yeah. No, I didn't do uh, that. Yeah. Nope, oh, did I'm not. Sorry. Uh, we were down there. There was this guy who was skateboarding across the country. Oh no, 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 no! But that sounds awesome. Like he was pushing across the country. He's doing like fifty miles a day. It took him like fifty days to get there. God. Damn. Anyway, and like as his path was going, I was like, "Well, he's going to come right through Virginia. He's going to end up in Virginia Beach. That might be pretty cool if I like head down there and like see him when he ends That's his journey, cool. right? Be kind of cool." And I was like, "I'm going to do it." And then the kids were like, "Oh, I have a half day of school." I was like, "Damn it, <laughs> you, okay, you can come too." So then you know the whole family came, but like when a dude is like skateboarding across the country, it's like the time frame is like two to fucking yeah. whenever he's yeah, going to yeah. get there. You know, two yeah. to five, I think he said. So we showed up at like 1.30 and had lunch. And then we're like, I was like looking out the window like he's going to be early. Like, oh, we're going to be here. No, fucking dude wasn't That's there. That's fantastic. And so we're just like scooting around the beach, kind of doing nothing. Kids are playing in the ocean. It's like fucking 50 degrees in the water. They're having fun. But I'm just like kind of walking up by the beach and kind of up by the boardwalk, kind of talking to people like, hey, man, you waiting for this guy to come? His name's Chad Caruso. And, uh. I was like, you waiting for Chad? And eventually you find a bunch of people who are kind of waiting for the same thing. Awesome. And you're like making friends. It's kind of fun. That's cool. But I then love it's it. like, but then it's like you, you hear some dude who's like, oh, I'm, I'm with the group. He's he's an hour away. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh. So let's go back down to the beach, hang out with Funnel the Funnel cake time. Starbucks, <laughs> get some coffee. The kids are having fun the whole sure. time, right? They're not they're not noticing anything. And uh, I met so I met these people from uh, – boston this family who were just on uh-huh. vacation randomly uh-huh. and i was like oh yeah i'm just waiting for this guy skateboarding across skateboarding across the country and they're like they're like a fucking cartoon caricature of people from boston <laughs> it's a mom a dad and two kids and the mom is like danny danny used to have one of them skateboards didn't you? Like, so, what was it like at the, 
And I was like, oh, it's a Tony Hawk thing. Tony Hawk's throwing a festival here next week. And she was like, oh, Danny, you have one of them Tommy Hawk bikes? Tommy Hawk. Yeah. Was like a fuck. Are they from, were they from the Kohog? Like, the, kid, <laughs> the, kid, the kid's like 25 years old. He's like, I used to. And then fucking Timmy stole it and kicked me in the dick. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, this is a wild transition there. Jesus Christ. It's just like, they're like so wild. These people are. And I'm just like smiling ear to ear because I'm like, this is entertaining. I got nothing to do right now. This is amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you know, the kid. And I talked them into sticking around for a while. I was like, you got to see this guy come. And then like two hours later, I'm like, they're, they're, he's not here oh, yet. I'm embarrassed terrible. that you guys are still here. That's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. It was fun, though. It no, was that's, it was that's a pretty cool thing to do. I mean, you know, I've been obviously trying to stay uh busy but um you know we, we try to take some time off and hang out with the kids memorial weekend i guess was the last fun thing we had got to do we went to um camp in west virginia with jesse's uh uncle and uh, we always love doing that he like leases this tree farm out there so it's just it was like two and a half days of us just hanging out in the woods fishing and you know shoot four-wheelers shooting bb guns you name it man it was cool They've they've offered yeah, us to come out experience. there. They've offered us to come out there. No, no. Yeah, because because we no, can. What, I mean, it's just guys? it's West Virginia. That's the only thing. Got to get there, but it's no, fun. No. It's fun. Yeah, it's cool. It's always nice to have like a private campground, like just like you know your own area where it's like not you're never gonna see anybody else. Dude, yeah, the only time you see people is when they come uh, they come uh, tubing or kayaking down the river because literally the, the Cacapid River is right there on the campsite, so we camp right there just like over the hill on the water's edge and you just wake up, go down to the water, kids swim, you fish and you name it. It's just, it's just a good time. We bring the dog. The dog has a blast out there. Speaking of the dog, we took her to Nat's park. Uh, the other oh, night. Yeah. yeah we, I think it was last night. I, I guess I was a glutton for punishment. I don't know, but it's <laughs> fucking, well, at least I look, I, my compromise was like, at least I'm not out here, you know, playing sports. I can just sit, but, I tell you, by the time the fifth inning rolled around, I was like, "Man, my head is killing me, man. The air is horrible out there. It smells like a tire fire." Oh, a couple of games in New York, right? Yeah. yeah, they called those off. As a matter of fact, they called the Nats game off tonight. Like Jesse and I were like, "It was yesterday. We went yesterday," and I was like, "It was worse." Yeah, I was, yeah, that's how it felt to me. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, are we gonna? Are we gonna? You know, are we gonna still go?" And she's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm halfway to your job." I'm like, "Oh fuck, I guess we're doing this." Um, but the air quality was worse today. But you know. It felt worse for me because, like I said, I rode my bike and totally fucked myself mm. up. Let's watch a movie with a friend who's a dad. Where you been? How you doing? Good times to be had. He's a man. He's a dad. He's a hell of a guy. We're hanging out. We watch a movie. And we try not to cry. It's too dance. The days are long, but we ain't even mad. Turn it on, sync it up, I'll bet this movie is rad. The chores are done, we bade the children goodnight. Watching indecent 80s movies, we can't even lie, we're too dance. Hey everyone, welcome to 2D Movie Night. Yes, yes, yes. Two dads talking movies. Uh, we are two dads. I really should come up with something to say so, there. That's dude, I, I love it, man. Don't worry, man. We're, we're rolling here. One of these days we'll get into that groove and have actually have something, but you know, it's all facts. We're two dads. We're talking movies. Here we are. Welcome back. You know what this is. Let's get the show started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
wife is putting the kids to bed. I'm free for two hours. Let's have a podcast. Let's, let's do it. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, tonight, we decided, uh, <laughs> I picked, I picked tonight, Mark's pick. Um, I guess we should introduce ourselves every episode because that makes more sense. That's what we're supposed to do. I am Mark. I am one of the two dads. And I am the other dad. I am Quadir. <laughs> and together, we look back at movies from possibly our childhood, possibly just old movies, uh, in the perspective of, can we watch this with our kids? <laughs> what, what do our dad's sensibilities say about these movies? Um, tonight we picked The Quest, a.k.a. Frog Dreaming from 1986. <laughs> Two names, you always know that's a good sign. Uh, it stars Henry Thomas, the, the kid from E.T., um, and it's heavily marketed as you loved him in ET. Now see him with some weird Aborigines. Stuff. You're not lying because that's yeah. literally in the trailer. Yeah, it is. It's like you loved him, he's back. I think it's this is what uh, it's might be six years later. I think ET was 80. This is 86. Um, it is an Australian film, it's very, very Australian. Yep. Like, yep. <laughs> as I was watching it, it became more and more Australian. I was like, oh, I just started writing down all like the crazy things they're saying. <laughs> knock, knock around. Uh, yeah. And we'll we will definitely it. get into it. <laughs> um, so I think I'm going to be handling the, uh, I think there's a child, the recap. There's a child at my door with a beer. Here's my hand. Oh hand man. The beer. Okay. It's open. Thank you. Hold on. Let me get my hand through. All right. Thank you. It's beer time. Let's go. <laughs> yes you guys heard that right i'm in the closet i'm in the closet being served beer by i think that was my 12 year old love you like i said dylan love you <laughs> she's gonna have a memory i used to have to slide beers into the closet when my dad was hiding oh, yeah. yeah that's gonna be a fun story for her to tell all her friends <laughs> don't fucking google me okay <laughs> we'll get into the uh the recap here okay so it starts out uh, not really a memorable theme song, decent theme song. I don't know. Uh, for, uh, the credits started and Henry Thomas got first billing for sure. Another name that stuck out, Brian May did the music for this. The guitarist from Queen, what? I think. Unless there's a different Brian May. That's got to be the same dude. 100% it's the same. Um, He's building his resume. He's yeah. building his resume. He got nominated for some kind of Australian music award for this, I think. You've got to be fucking. And it says he did the score. You got to be fucking kidding so, me. It's Are you like, serious? Kind of forgettable score. I don't know. It's just sort of like a tinkling away in the piano a little bit in his spare time, I guess. I don't know. It's very forgettable. Um, it opens. Yeah. It's just sort of a thing. I thought, I, I kept thinking there was going to be some like, holy shit, there's going to be like a ripping guitar yeah. solo any minute yeah. now. But it just never, it never came never to. Never materialized. <laughs> yep. It opens. On Australia, I know this because I watched Crocodile Dundee, and it looked like the exact same thing. It's just all frogs and lizards <laughs> and shit, just constantly. So much beating um, of lizards and frogs. <laughs> oh man, I felt felt like this movie could have been like you know a forty minute cut of lizards if you if you just cut it right. <laughs> yeah, so funny. Waiting for Steve Irwin to show up. Oh, too so soon. Yeah, uh, Australian legend, R.I.P. Stand a legend. Um. And music is ominous for this sleeping guy, I thought. And I thought he's going to get slugged <laughs> from our first movie. Like, he's just out there in the middle of this lake. And I was like, this this is not good for this man. He just 
not gonna work it's out. It's always for him. the town drunk. And then like always the town drunk too. Of course. It's the same dude, it's the same dude for slugs. <laughs> it's like a common trope of these movies, you know, this guy's gotta be putting away the, the short and short beers. <laughs> um I thought also at one point I thought he was gonna fucking explode for some reason because they had this wide shot and it was just him floating on the lake and I was like, Here comes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nothing no, happened. Absolutely nothing. And I got too many notes in this dude. He's out there in a full suit. You noticed that? I did. Like he's sweating through a full yeah, suit. I did. Oh, man. Yeah. It probably um, wasn't even hot out. He was just wearing a full fucking suit in the middle of open water. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to, to tell what season it is in this in this movie. Like I can't tell if it's summer or winter. There's not any snow on the ground, but it kind of looks cold. I don't know. It's it's a wild. You know what? That's actually an interesting point because I remember looking at some of the wardrobe and I was like, why the fuck is this guy wearing a sweater? Aren't we like in an Australian like Sahara type desert? Like what the fuck's going on right now? I guess you just think Australia is hot all the time, yeah. but it's like pretty close. Part of it is like pretty close to the Ar- Antarctic, Antarctic. Interesting. Yeah. I Cause Cody, Cody, I can tell the weather. And <laughs> Cody's running around. Yeah. Anyway, he's running around like fucking looks like Marty McFly and he's not busting a sweat at Dude. all. You are right. He's wearing four shirts. <laughs> I wrote that down. Dude's wearing four shirts and a vest. Um, yeah. So something comes out of the of, of this lake a pond he's in, and, and like, am I supposed to know what this is? And I kind of was questioning like, what is going on? Something comes up. This dude's scared as hell. You know, I, and uh, I, I don't. That's like the whole scene. He gets super fucking scared, and it ends with him just like screaming his fucking head off. And, yeah, honestly that thing looked like a fucking turd to me like i i wrote yeah. then pops a lake turd monster like what the hell was that or, like a, or possibly a rock <laughs> turtle like i don't know what this is it looked like it looked like a rock i for the life of me i stared at it like six times i don't even know if i paused it or not but i was like i can't make out a face like was that a forehead like what the fuck was that i couldn't tell yeah it just looks like a bunch of garbage and i kept thinking am i supposed to be scared by this or is it just like the dude is obviously very scared by it he's he's scared i'm not and he lives out there yeah which doesn't make sense later in the movie but we'll get to that plot points not making sense so then we cut to um uh i think it's cody's garage yes little kid using the plasma torch oh the 80s (laughs) Just cut yeah. away, not giving a shit about safety. <laughs> I loved it, which I appreciate. <laughs> appreciate little kids making things. That's like a good, you know, that's pretty cool. Good thing to have in a movie. Um, Does that seem like an eighties thing? I think. I mean, just like kids doing shit, like you know, putting things together and building stuff, and like, yeah. like the movie Explorers. Yeah. I don't know. I love all these eighties movies where it's like kids work together to build yeah. something. Um, this kid's kind of on his own, but that's. Neither here nor there. Maybe it's a budgetary reason. Um, and then it cuts to kids on bikes. Kids are biking, biking around, doing '80s bike stuff with the BMX bikes. I love Everyone it. loves bikes in the '80s. It's great. Yep. Um, he's making a railway bike, which I thought just a bike on the rails. What I don't know what he's doing. Um, but you get some nice montages of like kids on bikes through the woods. Uh-huh. Uh, seems like fun times. Seems like more fun in the woods than on that stupid railway bike. <laughs> but these kids are, are ripping through the woods while he's uh, trying to set some record. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Well, I, they're counting I'll, down. I'll explain. So, so this is so funny to me because <clears throat> this is when they, excuse me, this is when they also introduce, uh, I think his name was Sergeant Riggins. 
but he looked like William Shatner, like Australian William Shatner to me. So I kept writing the <laughs> Shatman. So we got so, so <laughs> Sergeant Shatman is his fury. So first of all, this whole town is like into it, like whatever Cody's going for. Right. They're like, he's going to go for it. And I'm like, is this like radio flyer? I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I'm like, is he going to jump Springfield Gorge or something? Like what the fuck's everybody into? No, it turns out he just wants to get on this railway bike so that he can find a way to get to school faster. It sounds like the most innocent project. And like Sergeant Shatman is pissed at him. He's like, you punks, you're always making all this and doing all this and causing all this trouble. And I'm like, I would argue this is a pretty well put together kid. He's trying to make it from home to school in three minutes. That's what the timer was. Yeah. Okay. I remember hearing that too. <laughs> Just and, and he's friends with his da- his dad, his guardian, right? Because uh, I remember, yes. like, I think it was maybe after this scene, they're like having uh-huh. a beer. Uh-huh. They're like, you know, we were doing some shit when we were a kid, but we weren't making <laughs> railway bikes. So I was like, uh, okay, what were you doing? Like, you know, shooting possums with a BB gun? Like, like not knocking like, around with possums. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He just was super pissed about this railway bike still later. It was crazy. And the funny Um, thing for me also with that is the railway bike and his initiative seemed to be so, so stupid. It seemed to be such a waste of time because literally everybody who's cheering him on to win or to beat the timer beats him down the hill. Like it's it's obviously much faster to get down the hill. If you just ride your fucking bike down the goddamn hill and sit on this fucking well, mate, rail. Do the kids beat him there or, the, or do, the people in, do the people in cars Everyone beat him? does. I, I couldn't the fucking, the, the, two, the two guys that are way too into it for adults, they come down and they're like, he's going to make it. He's got 30 seconds. And then all the fucking kids show up and they start cheering him on like, yay, Cody. And then that's when he's like, I got no brakes. I got no brakes. Yeah. <laughs> he says no brakes. And I was like, you built this bike. You think that was a choice, man? You got to put those brakes back on. Then I think there's some other line about the brakes failed or something. But I I said the same thing. I was like, you built this fucking railway brake. You're supposed to stop it, you asshole. <laughs> All right. So he crashes and he's picking his bike up out of the mud. And uh, these two girls come up to him. And they're like, like, oh, we're your friends. Let's go. Uh, when you go on a hike tomorrow, we just we'll walk around. Hold on. Hold on. Like, I, I love that part. <laughs> Because, yeah. you know, they're having their little banter, and he's like, what are you guys doing tomorrow? And they're like, nothing. Want to go for a hike? This is my favorite part because, uh, well, in this, in this, uh, what's it called, discussion, because one of the girls goes, I'll make some chicken sandwiches. And I swear, I swear it's the little sister, Jane. She goes, I'll grab some cigarettes. And I was like, holy shit. Like, what kind of hike is this? Yes, she does. That's, that's about what I'm no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no, it's so funny. You, you saw the same, you heard the same thing. Because, like, when you watch this movie, it's just like here, you know, it's like little kids doing stuff. And all of a sudden, she's like, I got some cigarettes. And you're like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck just happened? <laughs> this, this shit's getting real. <laughs> um, yeah, it was the little one, too. You're right. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> so great. So then he cuts to this this weird scene that honestly they could have cut out of the movie where the, the girl's mom thinks the house is haunted. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. It's like, it's a weird scene. She's kind of scared. It's, I guess it's supposed to add some spooky atmosphere to the movie. I guess. And, uh, but she's like telling the dad that like, I I heard some things and blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out that the daughter has like a string attached to a stick that she's like tapping the window with. And meanwhile, the mom is like guzzling like a large bourbon. (laughs) 
like so afraid she's, she's frightened and like there's only a couple things that happen in this scene they show us that jane's a little shit right first she's playing with a raw fucking chicken foot at dinner and i'm like yo i hope she i hope she fucking washes her hands but she's playing with a raw chicken foot uh mom starts talking about the fucking spooky ghosts or whatever and then they also like try to establish that she seems like a like a fucking brain dead bimbo for whatever reason like they never go back to it they don't lean into it any farther it's just in this scene they make oscar who's the dad just like this prick like he seems to be a prick to everyone in the family he's a smart ass because she comes in and she's like oh my god do you hear that and he's like what are you talking about it's the wind and she's like but it's not windy and he goes well maybe it's the not wind and she's like what he's like yeah the not wind and she's like oh yeah i know what you mean <laughs> it was like it's sort of like the not light and she was like the not light he's like yeah and she goes you mean the dark and he's like exactly and it's just like what the hell was that whole dialogue Man, i was for? totally lost on that one <laughs> that, that's that's all i got <laughs> bimbo oscar's a dick jane's a snot moving on to the next scene <laughs> yeah there and they, honestly she never i don't think the mom ever comes back besides in the background yeah something. she's got little small parts and then nothing nothing of context All right. <laughs> so they meet the next day uh to ride out to devil's knob <laughs> yep devil's knob <laughs> noted uh, they bike ride to a, a pretty sweet waterfall which is honestly great great day already they're looking yeah. good um and then the, the, i'm gonna read this line to you. go for it there could be anything out there dinosaurs or a lost tribe of black fellas yeah yeah <laughs> I, I had to this is where i had to pause the movie and put it on subtitles <laughs> because i was like she didn't say that i what jeez what she didn't say that i gotta i gotta read this <laughs> no that's, what that's exactly what she said and dude it's like as soon as they start they don't stop she's like yeah, yeah oh no lost tribe of black fellas and then cody's like ah there's no blacks out here i'm like jesus christ like <laughs> yes and they're like you mean the abbeys and i'm like god damn i'm pretty sure every single one of these is a derogatory <laughs> term and these fucking teenagers are 14 year olds from what i understand are fucking yeah. throwing it around like nothing it's just like I just wrote, damn these 80s. They always get me. They, they always get me. Oh my God. Like, you can't escape yeah. it. We're on a totally. I rewound that one scene. I rewound that uh, like uh, like four or five times just to hear it. Just to hear it. Maybe I'm hearing it wrong. And then, like, the next 10 lines were even worse. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not rewinding anymore. <laughs> this is fucking going on. Oh, yeah, they, they leaned in heavy on the blacks, man. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Man. And they, I reminded myself, you know, obviously they're talking about the Aborigines, but. The blacks over there in this context are kind of the equivalent of the Native Americans here, really. Uh, so I don't know. Anyway, it's just the eighties. Oh, the eighties. That's all it's we can the 80s. say. <laughs> all right. So they hike some more. They hike down to the the water, and immediately they start drinking the water. Which, uh, by the way, don't drink the water from a stream just anywhere. It's, you're gonna get the beaver fever. <laughs> like you're gonna get sick. Don't do it. Handfuls. Just there's some water. It. They're, just I would water. argue they're not thirsty enough to do this, but they're going <laughs> for it. So so far we've had bouts of salmonella and now dysentery. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, they cut to some nature footage. This is scary bird, um, and then it goes some scary bird. To, Let's have some juice boxes and a smoke. Because <laughs> they cut 
they cut to that little girl. She's just smoking a cigarette, <laughs> and they never mention no, it. No, it's so she's casual. Just over there. Like, this is not okay. And she doesn't offer them a smoke. They're having their juice boxes. <laughs> she was like, Jane was like, I gave you guys a chance to pack your own stuff. You motherfuckers chose these dry ass chicken sandwiches. I'm over here in fucking flavor country with these Marlboros. <laughs> so funny. I got the essential. I find it funny they didn't mention Oh my it. God. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> they, they, they hike along a little more. Uh, the animals are just crawling everywhere, eating mice. They have a shot of that. One hundred percent a feeder mouse, by the way. <laughs> yes. They just wanted some live footage oh. there. So funny. <laughs> bright white, <laughs> bright white mouse getting chomped on by a komodo dragon in the cold. I think it was already dead. Like they had like stabbed it with a big ass knife and threw it out there. Anyway, look, nature. <laughs> Crikey, he's gonna get it. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Um, <laughs> so they find the they find the camp from the beginning at this weird pond, which is clearly a quarry. Like if you've seen a quarry before, this <laughs> yeah, is a quarry. Yeah, not these kids. Yeah, and he was like, "Somebody's been camping here." I'm like, "This guy's like cars out here. There's a fucking windmill. This is more than a camp." And he's he, but he knows the guy. He's like Neville. Yep. It's this classic '80s. Like I have a bunch of old men friends <laughs> who I'm you know hanging out with. So <laughs> many things that are. There's a lot of stuff in here that just, it screams 80s. Like, it's before Stranger Danger, I guess, really took off yeah, or right. some shit. Like, you're not supposed to be hanging I, out I'm, the I'm friends with the old hobo that lives down by the pond. <laughs> we go fishing, <laughs> swimming, you yeah. name it. No problem. Oh, no. No problem. You mean Neville? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> He's harmless. He just likes to cuddle with his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then this is another, another like, weird, weird, weird quote i think it's a little one picks up some tadpoles and says they look like sex what the fuck is that <gasps> oh my god <laughs> she says the words they yuck they look like sex and it wasn't like i misheard it i had the subtitles on i just don't get it <laughs> oh my god i wish cody would have said you mean semen you dumb bitch or some shit <laughs> yeah right that maybe that's what they were going for i don't know that's ridiculous. maybe she misspoke and the adults in the room were like we can't yeah. ever say that this let's is, just go with we the guys. Cut that from she's the already smoking cigarettes leave, leave her be <laughs> yeah. oh jane i love you jane i wonder what i wonder what jane <laughs> she might be the best was. Guy. She got, yeah she's got the best line so, so far. far jane is fucking rock star to me <laughs> So they're looking at these tadpoles and they're sitting on this little floating dock thing and they don't even notice they're getting pulled out <laughs> to the middle of the lake. Um, and they get scared because they're out in the middle and then Cody shows up uh, on the high rock yep. and it's just like, I'll save you! <laughs> and just fucking jumps in. No hesitation. Full clothes. <laughs> like a f- and it might not be him, but that's a 40-foot drop at least. Like He fell for a while. I, I, looked at, I, I rewound that looked to see if I could see if it was him. If it wasn't him, it was a... <laughs> Very small man uh, with like a wig or something. It looked pretty, pretty convincing. It was a hell of a jump. I'll give you that. Oh, he was he was yeah. Marty McFly in that moment for real because he was going. He was airborne, and I was like, "Holy shit, Cody is a born hero. He does not give a shit. He is saving these women because Wendy's a fox or whatever the hell he he screamed into that yeah. fucking." You know, I forgot to mention that though when they first ar- arrived at the pond area, that little silo. I took a note. I was like, hey, look, it's the pig crap silo from the Simpsons movie. 
That's the first thing I thought of. The stupid pig crap silo. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> well, they they are definitely impressed by this. I don't. I can't remember what she says, but they are like super impressed by Cody oh, yeah. just rocking it off this cliff. Cody, Cody's the man. He's still wearing all his clothes. Cody's the man. Never do this, kids. Never jump off a cliff with all your clothes on. You will drown. One hundred percent. They taught me that in water safety. Trying to swim with shoes on is impossible. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. And then and then like. He's he's all brave, but then he like reaches down. And he he thinks he touches a touched a body. Yeah, but he's he's definitely touching a jug. Oh my god! You can clearly tell it's a jug. Yeah, and, which they never mention. Yeah, later. Yeah, like, well, and the, and and the then, funny thing about it is he touches it, and he goes, "Oh, I think it was Neville's. It felt like Neville's bald head." And I was like, "What? That's a pretty wild assumption for in that murky ass water. Like that could have been anything." And then somehow, and someone, it's flat on top. Yeah. I saw it. <laughs> And he fucking like, I don't know. He swam away and fucking pulls this whole goddamn uh, watercraft. I don't know what the hell you want to call it. He pulls it with him. Oh, man, this fucking Cody's a fucking monster. This guy's awesome. Yeah, he saves the day. I guess yeah. you know that he pulls him back yep. in. Um, and then uh, they're looking around, and they I think they look in one of the sheds or something. And he says, "Neville, is that yep. you?" Nope, it's a skeleton. It's just a random skeleton. <laughs> I thought it was going to be just a random skeleton. I guess later they say that is Neville. Yeah, it's presumed to be Neville, and I guess it is because they go with it. It's not like anybody confirmed it. I think that's everything in this movie. Like, they just went with it. Like, Neville ran away. That skeleton was already there. <laughs> Neville is Neville is definitely on the run for molestation. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he says he, he says some things that are like he knows a lot about Neville. He came here from Sydney, and like he, he had a daughter. What I, he like, rabbles off this whole thing. I'm like... Dude, this kid knows a lot about this old man. <laughs> An old man that lives in a it's fucking a lot of time pond. together. <laughs> I wonder if Neville ever gave him cigarettes. Yeah, so, so I think I think then they like instantly cut to like the police coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're searching first for Neville. Yep. <laughs> they box up Neville. <laughs> they put him in a truck or something. Yeah, yeah. The the cool greaser guy helps out, which I I loved. I love they always got to have like a greasy greasy hair dude. Mustache was great, and I thought. I thought for sure they was going to die. This isn't like a he's going to die movie I learned later, but like if people were going to die, it would, it be would most likely be him. <laughs> Definitely. He just stands out way too much without even doing anything. Just being there. <laughs> it's like yep. your eyes are drawn to him when he's on screen. <laughs> I was like, that guy's he's, doing something. He's up to something. Let's kill him. <laughs> and then I think I wrote down this line. I think it's from the cop or something. He says, what's up, Don? You're fronting a bunny up stew. Bunny up, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> so, so yeah. All right. This is probably a good time to bring up. I feel like if I was in Australia, I'd probably like this movie more right now. Like, you'd be like, holy shit. Yeah, man. All this makes sense. There were so many things that just didn't make sense to me. And it's almost like it's yeah, assumed that we will get it. I'm assumed you know what a bunny up is. <laughs> yeah, they said bunny up so many times. I'm like, what the fuck is a bunny? I guess it's some kind of monster, some kind of Aboriginal monster. Uh, I didn't quite look that makes it up, sense. but I've heard of it. Somewhere. That makes sense. There was a few things I didn't look up the bunny up, but I definitely went down a rabbit hole with the whole Kadarchis Kadaicher. How are you supposed to pronounce it? Kadaicher, man. We'll we'll get to that when oh, we yeah. get there. We'll get to that. Okay. Good because I did almost zero research oh, beyond actually watching the I movie. I will enlighten you, my friend. That shit is scary. Nice. <laughs> okay so they uh cut back to cody's uh gaza's there that's his uh dad's friend who's like raising him Uh and then i wrote down another fucking australian saying is that as flash as a rat with a gold tooth 
<laughs> when he pulls back the cover of the car and it looks all of fancy. The car, yeah. This is Flash is a rat with a gold tooth. <laughs> this is where we learn that Cody Say is fourteen that. years old. By the way, it is only reason you know that is because he says, "Stay out of the back seat." He's like, "I'm only 14. <laughs> yeah, but you can drive apparently. Oh yeah. So um, <laughs> then he asks about if he knows about this lake out there, and he's like, "Oh, you mean Doggerton Hole?" Mm-hmm. Like, I guess yes, I do mean that. Like, why, how do you know about it? But everybody else says it's not on the map. Like, I guess it's pretty popular. <laughs> It was probably like make out point back in probably, the day. It was like, yeah. take your girl to doggy Dog, hole. <laughs> dog, donk, donkey Dog Kong hole. <laughs> donkey gin. Donkey gin. That's what it was. Donkey gin. Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't, don't ask I, me how to spell I, it. I, I spelled it like fucking six different ways <laughs> on my notes. I got so did I. I got Donk Kogan or Donk Kogain. <laughs> I got Donk Gin. Like, I got it all, man. Yeah. I think something like Dunk Dunkin' Gin or something is is what it's like. Um, he also wrote down the line, "Ask the blacks respectfully." Respe- <laughs> respectfully, it's like, it's like, all right, I guess you got to the blacks. Oh my god! Oh, um, he hangs out with them. Anyway, so back at the pond, they're putting up some signs. There are two deputies are putting these signs in. There's an old Aboriginal guy. Mm-hmm. Just staring. I think mumbling some kind yeah, of. He looks like he's curse or something. Yep, yep, he looks like he's putting a curse on him. And it's funny that you say or something because, once again, I I feel like if I was hip to the Australian lore, we would have not known what was going on. But like, I had to Google all this shit, and like, I get it. But it's only because I Googled it, and that when they start talking about the Kurdicha, I'll, I'll start explaining. I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I I just assumed it was like, oh, he's the guy that looks after this whole. I yeah. don't know. It's like they don't explain who nope. he is, and then he just goes away. I think he just like literally disappears. Yep. Like they look at him one yep. time. I don't even know if the deputies can see him. It's it's unclear. Yep. Correct. Yeah, um, it's weird. It just looks like he. You could tell it's almost like he put a hex on him or something like that, right? Because you see him like staring. It looks like he's staring at the one deputy. I don't know his name. I don't. I didn't catch it, but he was tasked with putting the signs up so kids don't play in the fucking pond or whatever right and um and they're about to go do that and then all of a sudden one of them's like you feel that it feels like i'm in some kind of weird like field or something like that like he can like sense something and you know you got the one aboriginal the black one of the blacks is up there on the hill yeah like you know whispering under his breath looks like he's putting x on him or spelling or some shit and then all of a sudden he's like oh my my watch stopped he's like did your watch stop and and i remember being like all right so is there like a zone like is there like an area that you can't cross right but then the other the other guy was like no my watch is still running and so like they both put their arms over like i guess a certain point like almost like they drew a line in the sand <clears throat> and, and yeah. the, uh, the first deputy's like yeah my watch is still stopped the other guy's like mine's still going so it's almost like <laughs> i was they didn't really go back to that but i remember taking a note like okay so did he put like a curse on that one guy and i think the reason why i wrote that was because of what I learned when I was Googling about this whole Kodaicha okay. thing. They did. Cause you, cause you Googled that first, right? You were like, I, d- I deep dove in first by accident. I did. I did. Because I was like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck any of this is. Like when I watched the trailer, they said a whole bunch of shit. And other than figuring out that, Hey, this kid was from a different movie and come and see him again. Uh, all the rest of the shit. I was like, what the fuck did I just see? And so I just started Googling. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Holy shit, this is creepy. I didn't know what I was going to get into. 
And um, thankfully, it was still a little bit more lighthearted, but it's still kind of weird that they tapped into some really scary shit, but didn't really go all the way in. It was weird. Yeah, I think they. it's almost like they added in later. I don't know. It was like they didn't want to go too far yeah. into it. Yep. They like sort of like they used it as a base, but they were like, let's not let's kind of dance around a little yeah. bit. It's part of, you know, the culture, whatever. Exactly. Um, exactly. So Cody starts to investigate a little bit. He he goes out with some dude who looks like Polly from uh, the fucking Rocky movies. I can't remember <laughs> yes, what. Yes, yes. I couldn't put my is. couldn't put my nose on it. I put my finger on it. Excuse me, not my nose. God damn it. I couldn't put my finger on it. But yes, you're right, Polly. That fucking hair is what it was. Pudgy, and he had that hair. Um, yeah, he's kind of a greasy old guy. And so, and then it cuts to the girl's house, and there's a line. The little girl says, "Can you get herpes from French kissing?" <laughs> just like out of nowhere, just some That's you know Jane. filler. That's Jane. I, I, Jane, our girl. Yeah, Jane, I think she. I think it. she did that to um to cause a distraction for 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 Wendy. So? Yeah, yeah. Because if you remember, Wendy and Jane are talking as they're walking through the house, and they're about to approach Mom, which I never got Mom's name by the way. But since they established she's just a bimbo, I doubt they really said it. So Wendy and and. Uh, and Jane are talking and you can see Wendy's like, can you just do it? Can you just do it? And Jane's like, well, you're going to owe me or some shit. And then she oh, goes up okay. to the mom and she's like, mom, can you get herpes from French kissing? And her mom's like, oh my God, let me check. And she's basically <laughs> doing a mouth herpes check on Jane who, first of all, if, if said, let, me, let check. me check. So first of all, if Cody's 14, I can only assume, oh, God. I can only assume that Wendy is 14 too. Only assume. Yeah. Right. Which means Jane is probably 13 or 12 or younger. Yeah. So over here talking about mouth herpes from French kissing, the last thing I would expect mom <laughs> to be like is, holy shit, let me just look. Like, no, how about, yeah, what the oh fuck are God. you French kissing for at 13 years old? We do. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I haven't done that myself. I'm just saying, like, oh, no. <laughs> there's a lot of wild things that you can say here. But this. Edit all this out. Edit okay. all this out. <laughs> but this movie, this movie just like casually you know maybe i'm just old i don't know maybe that's it right but it kind of casually glosses over pretty adult themes with like 14 and 13 year olds yeah it's kind of what that was one of the themes that i picked up on i think that maybe that's an australian thing is what i thought maybe is possible you know it was the 80s and things were a little bit different and then add to that like international like it's australia you know Maybe shit's wild over there. I, I, I mean, yeah, obviously I have no context. You know, I've never been over there, but I can only assume obviously other cultures are different. But yeah, fucking Cody's yeah. 14 years old. He's fucking driving cars and ju- <laughs> jumping off 40 foot cliffs, um, slaying poon, apparently. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so they use that distraction so Wendy can sneak out of the house and leave a note over yep. at uh, Cody's garage. Yeah, Cody's and garage. it says, like, I'm sorry, I can't, I'm grounded. <laughs> You that my parents suck, you know. Sorry, but then she like there's a note that says like don't pull this string, and she totally does. Immediately pulls it. Movie trap, scary thing comes through, and it's like, but I I thought that was them setting up something. Yeah, as like oh, there's traps and stuff. He's gonna be like setting these traps, but you know, I don't think that ever comes to fruition. Never again. Off the rest of the movie. Never again. (laughs) Yeah, they they had so many chances to be like like. Oh, we're gonna do something cool, and then they kind of just like go back down to the normal level of like straight yep. adventure movie with yep. one kid. Yep. Um, Goonies with one kid. <laughs> yeah, 
You know what? It's funny you mentioned that. That's kind of what this movie is missing. It didn't have enough, like, of a cast of characters, right? Like, yeah. it's it's Cody, who's like, I don't know, they're establishing this guy. He's, he's like a fucking boss. For 14 years old, the way they're establishing this kid, he is a fucking boss. He's smart as shit. Wendy's head over heels for the guy. He doesn't have to try hard. He's sure of himself. Right, his parents are dead. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Basically, he's like, "Yeah, Gavin or Gaza's cool. He lets me do whatever the fuck I want." I'm like, "God damn, this kid has got it made." And like, even the cops aren't even shutting his ass down. They're like, "Bro, stop doing crazy stunts. Like, that shit's that shit's illegal." <laughs> but you know, just try not to get hurt. Basically, like that motherfucker. Respect. <laughs> I respect your gangster, but don't try not to get your leg cut chopped off. Like, I mean, nobody's stopping this kid from living his fucking life. Like, he's cool as shit. I'm not going to lie. And, like... Yeah, he's like every Goonie put together. He's Data. He's Mouth. He's, exactly. You know, he's, well, he's not Mouth because he never says anything funny. Nah. But, like, he, he's he's the rest of them who aren't Exactly. Funny. But he's like, he's, like, every piece of different cool characters wrapped up into one. And then you just have Wendy is, like, I don't know. She's, like, the gushing love interest. And is is yeah, there to she, she like to be concerned, right? To add the drama of oh no, she cares about you. Don't do anything stupid. And then you got fucking Jane, the cool ass fucking comic relief. Like <laughs> that's it. Those are the three. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's the three three kid characters that you care about in this movie. I think the only ones are speaking roles besides some of the kid on the bike, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spe- um, speaking of that speaking role, I swear the one speaking role I heard like in the background was when he was putting together the fucking um, railway bike and. And some kid, he goes, uh, he says to Wendy, he's like, hey, Wendy, you got a hairpin? And some kid in the background goes, ha, 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 ha. Wait, let me write it. Oh, hold on. I wrote it down. I, I can't remember what it, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. He was like, can I get a hairpin? And the other kids, oh, you want to borrow some lipstick too? <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, come on, man. I could have sworn I saw one of you boys riding a pink bike. So keep your mouth, keep your mouth <laughs> shut. <laughs> that kid got paid an extra 50 bucks for that. <laughs> Mouth herpes. <laughs> like a fucking 12-year-old so cut- with mouth herpes now. That's where we are. She's smoking. And as a matter of fact, I'd argue it's not mouth herpes, Jane. It might be fucking cancer. I don't know if it's not- yeah. You probably got it from sharing the cigarettes <laughs> with the weird hobos you're hanging out with. Yeah. You guys are hanging out with a fucking homeless guy named Neville, who's obviously a child abductionist, <laughs> smoking fucking camels. No, it might be salmonella. Let's okay. Let's go down the list here. Jane has already bare hand caressed a fucking chicken, a raw chicken foot. She's bare hand drank dysentery water from a fucking stream. She smoked. <laughs> she likes to live dangerously. She likes to live no dangerously. She's picked up frogs that look like sex. <laughs> oh, that's right. Definitely got some weird wild. diseases from those tadpoles. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, so the, they cut to the dance. The dance. Oh, the dance. Which, he's not having a good time because Wendy doesn't show up because he didn't see the, the note. Yep. So uh, he's already there, I guess. And I was like, is, is this a church dance? He said something at being at the church. Yep. But then there's this band, that, the El Prezos band. <laughs> it's fucking rockabilling out. They're fucking crushing it. And I was like, okay, well, they're you know, this is a this is a fucking dance. They're like getting down. I think I saw some beers at the the punch bowl table. Like they're like they're like going to town. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. yeah. It was kind of awkward. And then at this point, 
uh, uncle or dad, Gaza, Gaz, says this thing about the thing about this town is, uh, and then they look over and there's like 15 women over there and there's only two dudes. So it's like, it said that like, oh, we have to dance for the ladies, you know? So next thing you know, they're like fucking cutting a rug out there. They're like dancing with every woman, kids being thrown around by what I assume were like grown ass. Yes. Women. Yes. <laughs> like it, the dance makes no sense. So like when they brought up the dance, they said it was going to be at the church hall. And for whatever, I assumed it was like the annual middle school dance or some shit. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. This is like the dance of the town. So all ages are there. You got old men, you got young women, and they're mixing it up. And I'm like, how does anyone not get fucking child abducted and or raped at this party? Like, yeah, it's it is a wild, it's wild. And, it's so wild. And at some point, at some point, um, Cody takes uh, some time out. I guess during the, the break from the band and asks uh, <laughs> one of the dudes, you know, any any dude from the band, really, right? Oh no, it's the black. It's guy. the black guy. Um, <laughs> one of the black from the band about the the don't. Donkakin, Donkakin, DK, and he uh, Donkakin. He basically, he, I forget his actually story about it, but he he says something about like, you have to look at it to become a man. Yeah. It's one of those like rites of passage yep. where yep. like you have to go test yourself and, and see this yep. thing. Charlie Pride, and he, but he doesn't he doesn't know much about it, right? I think he's yeah. like it's it's for the old people. Yep. It's for the you know the older crowd knows about yeah. it. He asks him, he goes, "What's a white boy like you want to know about Kudacha?" I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> What the fuck is happening? <laughs> and apparently, that's a real band. I mean, I, I, from what I—that's the only research I did, sort of by accident, by trying to Google. Oh, really? El Prezos. Yeah. Huh. Um, you know, they, they're like a rockabilly band from around uh, Victoria. Or what is it? Australia. Um, yeah. Well, Victoria, Australia. Ah, okay. Um, but then you know it's a good party because he's got to drive his dad home yes! in the car. Yes! No, no mention of it. He just pulls into the driveway and he's driving the fucking car and his, his fucking Gaza is like passed out in the seat. He is, he is <laughs> fucking wasted. I was like, Gaza, Gaza is a fucking champ. Like he was like, Hey, check out this car. Cause it all made sense in that one moment. Like he shows him the car and he's like, yeah, it's a pretty cool car. We're going to put it together. Lo and behold, his whole grand scheme <laughs> Was to make it to this fucking party, get rip shit drunk, and bring the kid along as a fucking DD. <laughs> That's what the hell it was. I was like, "Damn, Gaza, yeah. you are the man." <laughs> that was the only point of this movie. Where I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> like, I know the '80s are weird. They do some in American movies. Even they would do some weird stuff, but they would never have a kid drive his dad home drunk if it wasn't like a a poignant drama about alcoholism that's my note my note gaza is tanked and the 14 year old casually drives him home did gaza teach him to drive just so he could dd for the dance like gaza premeditated like he was i would argue if he didn't pass out he was getting some some 14 year old trim that night yeah Okay, but then the I, the timeline gets weird because he leaves directly from dropping that guy off, and he's like, "Are you gonna go to bed?" And he's like, "No, I got things to do," and he's right back on the fucking railway bike, yeah. traveling out to who knows fucking where. <laughs> and honestly, that he crosses this bridge at like sun, I think sun up, yeah, because it's it's light yeah, again, yeah, and he's traveling across this railway bridge, and I'm like, "That's pretty cool, man." <laughs> this is when the, I got sold on the railway bike when he was like traveling out. On this like fucking forty foot high bridge, I was like, "This is pretty dope." Right. 
This kid's cruising out there. It's so funny you say that because what I wrote was the exact opposite. I was like, okay, wait a minute. So if he can drive, why the fuck does he need a railway bike? I'm pretty sure he can get to school pretty fucking fast (laughs) in that car. He should have just kicked Gaza's ass out and said, I got to take the car somewhere, buddy. I got these book reports, dude. (laughs) Take your drunk ass home. So he, he, but he bikes all night out to the reservation because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the he ends up at yep. the uh, the Aborigine reservation because there, there's like fucking everybody's there yep. uh, a whole bunch of blacks. loading up it's a lost trap of blacks loading up fish and shit. <laughs> and I think at that point he asks he asks someone, "Do you know where I? Do you know anything about this donkey?" Again? Oh you no, know, because he he's out there to meet Charlie, Charlie Pride. Pride. Apparently Charlie Pride. And he asked someone yeah, knows all about the donkey. Yeah, game. it's Pride Month right now. We're gonna see. This is our our entry into Pride Month. Do you know where Charlie Pride is? I now that you said it, that, it would have been so much better if like some fucking drag queen came out of nowhere and was like, I'm Charlie Pride, just like extremely flamboyant. <laughs> that shit would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> so then there, there's all these weird scenes. This part is like I love like a traveling montage, but this thing is weird. Like they they see his railway bike, and I thought they were gonna strip it. I thought they were gonna take all the parts <laughs> off and come back. Oh, that's racist, Mark. I was like, that's his only way home, man. <laughs> I did. I did. I too thought, man, Cody is pretty fucking trusting of these blacks. <laughs> he <laughs> sticking out like a sore thumb. They're they're taking him on boat rides. <laughs> they're fucking. Well, because like fucking, they do so much for him. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, it's great that nobody took advantage of him, but I'm watching this like. He's pretty fucking. He's pretty fucking trusting of these lost tribe of Abbeys. So he just goes up to the guy in the yellow sweater and says, "Do you know where Charlie Pride is?" And that guy goes, oh, "I'll show you where he is." And by show him where it is, he means I'll take you on a fucking twenty-four hour boat ride. Yeah, because it went night like, day. So he gets on the boat with everybody else, and they're like laughing. And I thought there was going to be a scene of like they're all making fun of him because he doesn't know the language. Yep. yep. But they're just kind of giggling. Yep. And I'm like, they're just missing a scene there where I thought they were going to make fun of him. They don't. No. They're just nice people. Yeah. Um, extremely nice. They catch some. Cra- they they stop and catch some crabs for a snack. <laughs> yeah, they but feed old- him. They take care of <laughs> Cody. I'm like, this is so. This is precious. This is a touching moment. Like I'm like, this is a lost boy who does not know what he's looking for, but he's on a journey. And yeah. these people have taken him in and are taking, they're feeding him. They're, you know what I mean? They are taking care of him. It's crazy. I love it. And they must have fucking, uh, you know, he shows up there in the morning, I think gets on the boat. There's an old guy with a beard who's driving the boat. They drop that old guy off. And then yellow sweater guy takes the boat on the second half of the journey after the crabs. So he's driving the boat alone. And he eventually shows up at the dock at the island or whatever where Charlie Pride is. And the guy in the yellow sweatshirt is just like, he's over there. Get out of the That's boat. Charlie Pride right there, <laughs> man. Fuck out. Yeah. And he just like pieces out. Because... And he leaves him in like this dark, spooky, <laughs> smoky dock with fucking Charlie Pride. And it's like, okay, that shouldn't have happened. You guys have been so accommodating up until now. <laughs> yes. I was like, he has traveled a significant distance. This has like been almost like a whole day, like twenty four straight hours of traveling. This is crazy. He must have gone in circles. It's dark. It's dark when they get to yeah, Charlie Price's yes. place. They must have gone in circles. Because how the fuck did he get home? <laughs> yeah, right. So anyway, he meets Pride. Sort of. He kind of just walks near him, and he's like, he's, he's like says some creepy shit. Yeah. 
You want to become a man? Wait, you know That's basically the... what he asks him. You got to dance with the devil. I... All this He's like, what do you know? Shit. What do you know about? What do you know about Dunkin'? <laughs> He's like, man business. <laughs> Are you a man? Or are you a little boy? <laughs> and he's like, uh, I'm a boy. We're gonna find out. <laughs> Don't get yeah, in. it's real um, creepy. And he's kind of fishing for something. He's like not paying attention. He's fishing for like an alligator. I don't know. And then he said, he says, yeah, <laughs> he has to walk across a couple of crocodiles to get to the fucking dance with the devil. He was like, "There's the devil right there." Why did he walk across that fucking dock? Like, he walks across, like, oh, okay, I'll go see the devil. What are you doing, Cody? What the fuck are you doing? So, this is another, like, real th- thing in this movie where it's, like, it's kind of like a fake where it's, like, oh, there's this devil over there. But he, as he gets closer, he realizes that it's a machine. Yep. It's a fake yep. thing that, like, wobbles a little bit and makes it look like a man. And I think he, like, you know, kind of kind of realizes, like, oh, I do this thing in my garage. Yep. It's kind of the same thing yep. to scare people. And they kind of like have a little moment, but then they don't like, they never like complete the circle of like, because instantly Charlie probably comes out of fucking nowhere. And it's just like, Hey, you passed the test. (laughs) You danced with the devil. (laughs) This shit was so stupid. I was like, what? This whole thing, this whole thing felt like a Scooby-Doo mystery right here for me. Like really like, I thought Charlie Pride was going to pull his face off, and it's like, I've been your dad the whole time. I wasn't dead after all. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you pesky kids. I've been dodging your mom for years. The child support's backing up. Oh, and he does have to do the lights. He, he pulls up a light. And of course, since 1986, he has to do the lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Beer, beer, beer. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I guess everyone would have done that in 86. <laughs> oh, man. Um, where are we? Oh, where are uh, we? Sorry. We're, we're at Charlie Price sneaks up on him and does the creepy Donka Jin thing again. <laughs> um, and then cuts to instantly, he's coming back home in the morning on a different boat. <laughs> it's just another boat. He's just like the boat hitchhiking the on the way. Back, man. So, and then he cuts back to his garage and he's immediately making a cannon. Yeah. He's just like packing, packing a, uh, I thought it was the world's biggest pipe bomb for a second, but he's packing a cannon. I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And a giant Jim. hook. This donkey shit yeah. messed up good real fuck. good. He's going to war. It was just so funny. Like, this is where everybody was like, you have to, you have to look at this thing to become a man. He was like, fuck I'm that. Killing that motherfucker. I'm killing this. I am <laughs> donkey <Jin. laughs> I'm the donkey Jin now. But like, this is a part where they could have 100% done like a montage with like a sweet ass guitar riff. Him building this fucking oh, yes. cannon. That shit would have been silly. Yeah. He did, they do a little bit of it. He's doing something. And like, you know, it's it's decent. Yeah. Uh, then they cut to the the bar and the greaser and the cops are like comparing notes about like what they know about the about what's going on at the hole. Um, <laughs> and they want, to, they want the Air Force to nuke it is what I thought <laughs> the funniest part of that was. The guy's like, we should get him to fly over and drop a nuke on it. And I'm like, okay, that seems a bit rough. <laughs> that would kill everyone, but okay. Because <laughs> this town is so small. Like, it is hilarious and conveniently small. It's almost like every time something happens, like, all you have to do is scream and the whole fucking town hears you and they all come a-running. I was like, how small is this town that everybody is hilariously 
and conveniently yeah. right in the earshot of the action every single time. It seems to be one of those like movie towns where like when you want everybody to come, they will. But if it's like inconvenient, it'll take you an hour to get yeah. home from someplace. Like, yeah, like when you're going to yeah. find the fucking Donkajin or Charlie Pride, it takes you two days. Movie logic. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I guess he went out to the coast. It's not. It's pretty far away, but I mean, Australia's <laughs> big and all, but. I don't know where the fuck these well, people are. You know what's are. funny? I, at first, I thought I was like, I was like, uh, maybe I was just noticing the the movie uh, timeline there. Uh-huh. But when they cut back to his dad and like I think the sheriff talking in the garage, they're like, he's been gone for twenty four hours and nobody's known about. It. No, and, he, and his dad or Gaza was like, yeah, whatever. He does it all the he time. Does this all the- so like. This kid gets to do whatever the fuck I he wants, wrong. man. At fourteen years old, I could <laughs> just disappear for goddamn twenty four yeah. hours. That's crazy. I had to sneak out. Yeah, I had to sneak it... out like a real teenager. <laughs> yeah, right. I was gone in the middle of the night for a couple yeah. hours. I was like Wendy. Uh, I was like Wendy. I had to convince my younger brother to have mouth herpes so I could sneak out. <laughs> convince my parents I was in there reading Teen Bob. <laughs> Ooh, JTT. So, so but in that in that scene, he also says, "What has he been eating?" You know, because he's been gone for twenty four hours, and he's like, "Well, there's a five pound lamb shake in the fridge," and he opens it up, and it's fucking gone. It's gone. Because, because uh, Charlie uh, Cody has been made a giant fucking hook, and when he whips that thing out, I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's a good ass." He was like, "This is a fishing hook, <laughs> oh, is not a fishing hook. That will murder anyone." What is that? Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking a hundred times the size of a fishing yeah, it's hook. Like, it's like it's like a treble hook the size of a fucking shepherd's hook that you put in your front yard for fucking the fucking bird feeders like it was like he he strapped three shepherd's hooks together and was like i got this big ass fishing hook i'm gonna catch me a donkey gong <laughs> yeah i figured you would you would bring in some fishing knowledge on that so <laughs> oh wait so did we i don't know which part we're on now because at this point i'm just having fun but uh we're back at the pond he's, he's about to throw the fish hook in okay so before that they cut to this one scene right so they we we had the dance Cody fucking cuts a rug with some girl who's probably three times his age because this is a fucking mixer of the whole goddamn town and anybody can get sex if they want it. And so like somehow, some way like, and they don't really touch on it. It was just like a random conversation, but we're introduced to, I guess, Wendy's neighbor and her name is Becky. Yeah. She comes up to Wendy and she's like, Hey, Wendy, you want to come over and put another shrimp on the Barbie? Like when he's like, oh no, I'm grounded. And she was like, well, Cody had a good time last night, fucking dancing, getting his dick wet with God knows what. <laughs> fucking Wendy's like, thanks, Becky, you bitch. And like fucking runs away. Yeah. And that's it. So, like, <laughs> yes. is there going to be drama or not? But they're like, they totally don't go back to it. Like, there's just so many like adult themes that happen with these children. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is just weird. I love how she said Becky, though. Yeah. Becky. Thanks. Fuck Thanks, Becky. Becky. Fuck you, Becky. And then there was also the um uh what's it called? Uh Oscar. So Oscar, which is Wendy's dad, he confronts yep. Gaza. It's so random. He confronts Gaza and he's like, Hey Gaza, why don't you keep Cody away from my daughter? Gaza's like, What are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, he he's like no You know idea. what I'm talking about. I know where the kid is. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen him in 24 hours. The fuck are you talking about? It's like, you know what I mean? He's basically like, the kid's wild, man. He's smoking smoking cigarettes, getting mouth herpes. Like, keep away from my kid. <laughs> this is where I really appreciated Gaza. Gaza was like, man, fuck that shit. 
It's like Cody wants to get pussy. I can't stop him. That's basically what he said. That's basically what he said. I'll go fuck about your daughter, motherfucker. You better tell her to keep her goddamn legs And then fucking Oscar just like sulks off to the distance. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? That is not how that conversation goes in any yeah. level of reality. You don't just say, I don't give a shit. He's tapping your daughter's ass. What you gonna do about it? And then just like, nope, that's it. Cut to the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely left those out while we were talking there, but those are in there. So funny. Uh, so from here on out, because of that, I was like, holy shit, Cody might become a man. If he stares in this Donkey Kong and then fucking just starts railing Wendy, even though they're fucking like 14 years old, I'm going to be like, man, Australians are fucking wild. This movie took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> so he's... He's back at the pond with his giant fucking fish. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's so hot in this fucking closet. <laughs> I'm sweating my fucking ass off. I got fucking man boob sweat sticking up my fucking stomach. So funny. So cold, man. I got AC running, man. Oh. Oh, I'm going to put some vents in this fucking closet. <laughs> God damn it. But the acoustics oh, are like top notch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So back back on track like a railway bike. Here we go. Uh, he throws the hook in, and then he's just sitting there waiting for something to happen because this is how fishing works. And he's just like throwing rocks in constantly. He's like, this helps, right? When you're fishing, it helps to have someone throwing rocks in constantly around you. Problem. All right, so he doesn't even wait for the fish hook to be grabbed. I think he just gets bored and jumps in again, fully clothed. Yes, has no one like he didn't get taught about a swimsuit. Like this fucking kid has jeans on. And what about fucking goggles? First of all, he's swimming in the equivalent of chocolate milk. Like this is the fucking murkiest fucking pond I've ever seen. And this kid's in there, yeah. eyes wide open, swimming through this shit. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. My eyes hurt watching this shit. What are you doing, kid? Yeah. And you know, like, it's like leak. It's like the rusty shit from outside is at least leaking in there. It's all gross. Yeah. Um, so he, it looks like what, what is a giant hand yes. reaching up from the bottom. He follows the chain down a little bit because yep. he thinks like this, there's a chain here. I'll do something. Um, he never goes or he, he never I, annoyed me like shit. He never finds that jug that he thought was the dude's head yeah. is right there. And that's not tied to anything. It's got to be tied to something. Anyway. So he goes down there and he, he kind of like uh, yanks on some shit, but then it starts bubbling up again and he gives up, right? Yep. It's like, so he runs back to the shore and he takes his fucking like Polaroid camera or whatever and snaps a few shots because he's like trying to get a picture of this thing. Yep. But then he, and he lights up the cannon, tries to cannon this bad boy and fucking misses like crazy. I think he, does it shoot and he just misses? Dude, know. it shoots and you never see where it explodes. He just fucking shoots it. Yeah. I thought he was going to bullseye this yeah. thing. Yeah. I was like, over. oh, that's it. Movie over. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> so then he just like gives up. Think I guess it went back down. He gives up. Um. Oh, and then the scene happens where they acknowledge that he's been gone for two days. Yes. <laughs> and then I say, "Holy shit!" They're blaming a lot on Cody because they do say like because it's the sheriff that comes in and he's given the uh, Gaza the hard time too about the him like influencing the daughter. Yep. And he and he's like she's been smoking cigarettes and she's doing you know who, who knows what who knows who all because of Cody and I'm like this this is her decision man <laughs> yeah. this, ain't, this ain't Cody's problem 
hey, Cody's like, I'm here to play. If you yeah. <laughs> either you if you hop on board or you're done, I ain't gonna force you to do nothing. <laughs> Cody, Cody, I'm telling you, Cody's probably the coolest kid I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Like he's not trying <laughs> too hard. He's not aggressive. He's just like, I'm fucking Cody. Like, you know what it is? I'm smart. I'm fucking cute. You see me in that other movie that you know told you in the trailer, you know what it is. I do my own thing. I do my own thing. So <laughs> they cut down to the nice beach. Uh, it's like all of a sudden like, we went from like shitty part of town to like, oh, there's like condos and stuff down here. And he uh, he meets up with metal detector guy yeah. who apparently gave him the recipe for the, the dry rocket fuel. Yep. Again, Cody's second 40-year-old friend. <laughs> this guy, just I guess he's a local scientist or professor. Yeah, or I don't know what the fuck. I thought he was a librarian. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. There's no details on this dude. Mr. Kaufman. He does come back. Mr. Kaufman. Uh, Mr. Kaufman. Mr. Kaufman. Nice <laughs> uh, and he has a line from the trailer where uh, little Henry Thomas says, Do you believe in monsters? He's like, I was married to one for four years or some shit. <laughs> Even Cody was like, good joke, my guy. Good joke. Fuck. Bitches be crazy. Fuck off, old man. <laughs> Cody's too old. He is not 14. He's got an old soul. I wonder how old he really is because I feel like he was probably 14. He's probably, he can't be 18, can he? He's got to be I don't know what he should, is in real life. We should have done some research. I know we'll do some research later. <laughs> but that motherfucker Cody was smooth as shit in this movie. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. All right, so then they cut back to the garage, and uh, I was like, fuck yeah, building montage. He's got a fucking plan. Build it, build it. We're going to do it. Yes, fuck yeah. Because he's got all kinds of shit. He's looking at a fucking fishbowl. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. No, there's no building montage. Denied. Come on, man. You had one chance there, Cody, to be even cooler. Oh, this movie had one chance. <laughs> Fucked it up right there. The the he, they did a little bit with the fucking cannon montage. They could have had him welding shit yeah, and tying yeah. shit and putting tubes together. Shit would have been pretty great. badass. Like if we would have just like transitioned to like a little kid action flick right now, I'm yeah. I'm totally on board. And Donkey Kong was like a we'll get to it, but like a cool monster. <laughs> <laughs> That shit would have been dope, man. So, this is a much cooler yeah, movie yeah, that could have been made here. <laughs> yeah, there's some choices that could have been made for sure. So Gaz comes in, and this is another scene where it fucking, this has made me love this dude. He comes in and just grabs a big handful of fish water, fish tank water, and just dabs it right in his eyes. It's just fucking, oh, so hot. <laughs> I want this gross fish tank water in my eyes. <laughs> Oh man! Also in this scene, though, it's it's Henry Thomas's uh, his his moment to bring on the tears, man. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He fucking turns it on, and he's like, "This is how I make the money." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and like he did a good job crying, but at the same time, I was like, "Dude, there is at this point what we can assume is real danger that you know there is, Cody." Why are you crying and acting like Gaza's being unreasonable here? He's actually being responsible for once and telling you, hey, guy, yeah. you might not want to go hang on that fucking pond. There's some crazy hoodoo voodoo shit going on. And Cody, <laughs> you know he's right. And you're like, stop being an asshole. I'm going to go yeah, chase my weird, dreams. Your dream is to die in a pond, Cody? What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? It is, it is a weird moment for him to turn on the waterworks, isn't yeah. it? Because he's like... Does he even say anything about his dad or anything? No, he does not cry over his dead parents. He talks about his dead parents like it's nothing, but he yeah. cries if someone tries to stop him from realizing his dream 
of getting to the bottom of the Donkey Kong in the middle of the pond. Yeah. Have you ever seen the clip, the audition clip of him from E.T.? No. It's this famous clip. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Look up, like, Henry Thomas E.T. audition. Okay. And, like, I think they had it down to, like, him and, like, you know, every kid in Hollywood auditioned for this movie. Sure. And uh, it's, like, Spielberg's in the room, and there's a dude who's pretending to be, like, the NASA guy who's, like, we got to take E.T. away from you. He's, Sorry, bud. He's got to come with us. And in the in the fucking audition room, he starts crying and like doing the whole thing and going into it. And then like they do it for longer than it's in the movie. They keep going, going, going. And then after like two minutes, they, Spielberg's like, "Cut, you got the role, kid." Like off camera, yeah. He's like, Fuck it, you got you it. You got it. That's <laughs> awesome. So uh, that's his that's his thing. He's like, oh, I can. So this is like his special talent is like crying on, on camera. I don't care what it is. I'm um, crying. You know, I'm crying. You, you gotta do what you gotta I'm do. I'm getting this fucking Academy Award. <laughs> Not for this movie. Not, nope, not for this one, kid. Sorry. Oh, wait. Was he, he was not nominated for a Australian acting award. <laughs> you got a BAFTA, Kenneth? <laughs> um, so Cody recruits Wendy to help. Um, but this is all, like, you think this is to be the, this would be easy because she's into it. Yeah. But he has to turn on the creepy charm. Did you notice this little scene? Like I remember him she getting was, her out of the house. She was not into it. I remember him getting out of the house. She was not into it for a second, okay. and then he's, he does this, like, half smile where he's like, Oh, yes, nah. I do remember. He was like, but it's me. And she was like, hey, all right, I love you, Cody. I'm coming. <laughs> it was odd. It was like, Henry Thomas can cry on cue, but this dude can't smile. <laughs> no, because didn't he, like, stick his tongue out or something stupid? Like, was bite odd. his tongue, and he, an looked odd like, like... he looked like a doped-up toddler. He was like, yeah. and she was like, I can't resist your charms. Take all of my <laughs> vagina. So they go to the they go to the hole again. Go to the hole. <laughs> and uh, I wish they would have showed him making this contraption. It looks cool as hell. It's like some kind of diving bell. Yeah. They invented. And it's it's got cool stuff with like he's gonna he's gonna put some water in one barrel and it's gonna compress the air in another barrel into his fucking helmet. Yeah, it was pretty it's awesome. Pretty cool. It was pretty awesome. I'm telling you, I stand by it. Cody's a pretty fucking cool kid, man. And in in the in in like a modern movie, they would have just had a pump, like an air <laughs> pump. But uh, this is the 80s in Australia, and they hadn't invented pumps yet. <laughs> but then he jumps in in all his clothes again. All of his fucking clothes. Fucking, all his clothes he, in a fishbowl. Dude does not own a swimsuit. He's he's in jeans again. So so isn't he in the same outfit or same ish looking outfit? Oh, I guess he probably just wears the same clothes the entire movie. So he is at this point. <clears throat> we are in our third dip into this dirty ass water. He has got to smell like ass, and he has got to be yeah. chafed beyond belief. <laughs> fucking dirty ass pond water, fucking jeans, and like he's got. He's jumped and he rode in. home on his bike for five hours. Yes. He has jumped in this pond on at least three occasions with four layers of clothes, and he does not bother to take any of them off. He's like, I'm jumping in with all these motherfuckers. I'm getting them all wet. <laughs> and, like, for someone who lives in Australia, his survival skills aren't that good. They're just not that good. Yeah. You figure <laughs> he'd know what he was doing. He meant, I think somebody mentioned something about leeches in this thing earlier. It was him, I think. They? He said, no, there's no. Yeah. He, he said something. He was like, there's. That was going to be a stand by me scene. <laughs> he's got leeches everywhere. Pulling leeches off his balls in front of all the girls. <laughs> That's how you get mouth herpes. Yeah. So uh, he does go into, he go, he puts on the helmet, gets in. Uh, he tells her he's got three minutes. Mm-hmm. She's got a little Casio stopwatch. <laughs> that was awesome. She turns on the pump or the, pulls out the plug on the, on the, the barrel yep. um 
in underwater, it's so murky you can't really see shit. Mm-hmm. He's kind of looking at shit, and it's like, well, yeah, you, it's murky water. You can't see anything, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate for this movie. <laughs> there is one cool shot of his face that's real cool. Yeah. Like there's one like one shot where he's in the he's in the bubble, and he's like, it's a cool underneath lit shot that I thought was really cool. <clears throat> um, he gets down to the bottom. He finds a bunch of metal and gears and shit. <clears throat> but then, right, before he can see anything, the monster like triggers again. Yep. And he, but then it's like confusing to as to why he jumps out of the suit. Yeah, like, he gets all freaked out and just like fucks up. And I thought he was just gonna jump out nope. and swim up because it can't be more than like forty feet, fifty feet down there. Mm-hmm. Like he's got to be able to make it up. Um, and this is kind of like a confusing part. This is all like movie logic, but Wendy freaks the fuck out. And like instantly, like I thought she was gonna jump in. She didn't jump in. Oh, no. She gets on the dirt bike I don't think... and like fucking goes goes back to town. I don't think Wendy can swim, by the way. So that's probably why she didn't oh, jump in. Yeah, that's a good answer because I was like, just jump in and try to get him. I don't know. It has never been established that she knows how to navigate water. She they yeah. they went off on that little uh, raft and they were both just were like frozen to death. So I don't think I don't think she can swim. But I laugh True. because how she got to town on that fucking bike, I would argue she, oh my she God. doesn't know she how to ride a motorbike either because that shit. She makes it all the way back. And then fucking, just, as soon as she gets into town, she yells, Cody, and then fucking dumps it like a ton of bricks right in the middle of town. <laughs> and it looked it looked real. Like, it didn't look like whatever it person was real. meant to crash. She came down <laughs> hard and rolled a little that bit down the hill. And I was stunt. like, Jesus, is she okay? I was legitimately worried about her. <laughs> and yeah, yeah that's she went down on point. cement and she rolled. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. And then not and to good. your point, she yells Cody. And this is another moment where like everybody in the fucking town can hear you. Like she comes in the town square and she's like, Cody. And then fucking Gaz is like up on the hill working on goddamn Dominic Toretto's <laughs> fucking car. It comes right. It comes running down. Like who says something about my Cody? Yeah, so this part is a real, real like, real madcap. Like things are happening. She, her dad's there, Cody, and and instantly they tell Gaz that he's fucking drowned without and confirming. They say, they say he's drowned, Gaz. He's been down there an hour. He's he's dead. Like, an hour? What the fuck happened? Did it take her an hour to get there? I don't understand. Time was that was like Time real confusing. Time means nothing in Australia. I got no idea. (laughs) And I would argue that you should probably confirm that someone is dead before you tell their parents that. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what to tell you. He's fucking dead. It makes sense to me. (laughs) I haven't seen him in an hour, so he's got to be dead. Goss is like, oh, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess this this is like real like... It's it's dark. I feel feel like they they just wanted to wrap up the movie. Yeah, I think... Things are fucking happening. Same feeling. I got the same like, feeling. Get Gaz and I guess the sheriff or somebody go out there and they want to drain the pond. Yep. Like, well, I think there might have been a scene in between here where they're in the, they're in his garage and they're like toasting him. Yeah, like they're getting a little drunk and they're like, "He had a hell of a childhood. You do, you don't live you don't live that fast and expect to <laughs> grow old." Sergeant Riggins has been giving Cody shit this whole movie. But once he drowned, he was like, well, you know, I guess he was a hell of a kid. <laughs> it's pretty fucking cool <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> and so they're getting ripped. They're like, hell of a kid. And then they're like, they decide, oh, yeah, we should probably go drain the pond to find his body, right? Because that's probably important. <clears throat> yes. 
So then they get out there and they got they got two pumps, gas powered pumps. They're like rip these things open. They're fucking pumping the water out. And but then they're just sitting there on the on the dock, like I guess still drinking. Uh-huh. And um, I guess then I think I don't know how we get. Oh, uh, I don't know how we get to the Kaufman guy coming back. But he figures uh, he finds out about. Does Wendy go to him or something? Wendy does. Oh no, Wendy. Wendy, Wendy figures it yeah, out. Yeah, Wendy. Wendy puts two and two together when she like, I guess, runs away in a fit of I don't know, grieving panic and runs back to his little garage, and she sees like I, I don't honestly I don't know how she put it all together. It's almost like no, she in, in his fish tank. Yeah, she sees the little bubbler thing that he also saw. It's a little like a uh, treasure chest bubbler. Yep. But there's also in the tank a like uh, digger yep. bubbler. Yep. yep. And it's like popping up above the ground, above the water edge. Like every time it bubbles, it pops up. Yep. Every time it bubbles, it pops up. And so instantly she fucking f- figures it out, even though he looked at the same thing <laughs> and did not figure it out. Nope. He did not. Um, so she's like, oh, there's like gas coming out. He could still be alive. Yeah. So she goes to Kaufman and like, and uh, he says, oh, that's a good idea. And they, he, like, fucking rips back to town in his car. Mm-hmm. And he says, I should have divers here within the hour or whatever. They're written out there. There may be a chance he's still alive. <laughs> and it's like a whole town again. Yep. The whole town's, like, fucking doing shit, getting out there. Um, but I thought, shouldn't they have had the divers, like, right away? That's, like, the number one thing you do. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I, yeah, like, they, it was, like, the worst rescue party. It's, like. Nobody believed that he could possibly be alive until Mr. Kaufman said it. And then they're like, you know what? You got a point. And he rallied. Yeah. The and they, they give, they give some like sciencey answer. Like, Oh, it's granite. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's gas coming up through the granite. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Exactly. Mean? And to be honest with you, that's the part where I was like, what the fuck is they talking about? Uh, Wendy said that Wendy's looking at that contraption that you're talking about. She's looking in the, uh, yeah. in the tank. And what I'm thinking is, Oh, Maybe the grabber, like the bucket on that uh, construction equipment, it comes out of the water and grabs air and brings it back down. So it's constantly recycling some new oxygen. I'm thinking that's what she's thinking. But she goes, oh, it's a quarry and there's quartz on the bottom. So oxygen's coming up from the ground. And I was like, wait, what? That's what you got from that? I'm stupid. You smart. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. (laughs) Mr. Kaufman was like, you got a point, lady. Because this whole time I've been thinking like, I think Charlie Pride is like faking this. I thought Charlie Pride was like he he set up some kind of contraption to to like scare people. Yep. The whole time yep. I was like, this thing is going to come out that Charlie because Pri- because Charlie Pride did set up a contraption at his house. Yep. The fucking scary ghost thing. I was like, he set up this thing as like a way of like continuing his Aborigine traditions for his family or whatever to be like, you got to go look at the scary thing. It comes out of the water yep. once an hour, you know, or whatever. Yep. But that doesn't happen at all. No. It's just so confusing. It's kind of all, it's anyway. all over the place. It really is. So, so at this point, uh, they get the divers in. And my, the fair part of this scene, again, little things do it for me, is Gaz stands up and he's, and he's like, the helicopter's coming in uh-huh. and they just show him pointing like right to the middle, like there, there. And I'm like, yeah, Gaz, that's the only place the helicopter can fit. That's where they're going. The middle. <laughs> You've drained it's half a- the fucking pond. There's only like a eight foot section that they can look. <laughs> Chill out, Gaz. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a canyon. They're going down to the middle. Anyway, he's doing his job. <laughs> 
fucking gas being a concerned guardian. <laughs> he's just the diver's he, get in there. He's got a guilty conscience because he passed out drunk next to the water. Yeah, because he's dive. still drunk. I guess he's, still, he's still drunk. Gaz is always drunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the times he's seen in this movie, probably fifty percent drunk. <laughs> so the divers get down there and they find the metal tank thing and they're looking around and they bang on it and it's like, oh, some someone's banging back, bang, 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 banging back. And that, but they like they have to come up because he's not accessible yeah i don't know this part makes sense at all yeah. it's like convenient for the movie to be like oh yeah we can't come up i didn't get it either so as soon, as soon as they come up the fucking thing goes off again and the giant uh gonkadin comes up and uh <laughs> this is so great and cody's cody's in the mouth yes cody's like hanging out the side of his mouth going and i'm in here <laughs> my foot's stuck and at this point this thing does like very creepy they did a pretty good job at this point to be like, oh, it's creepy. But if, to everybody else, everybody else is like, takes a long time to figure out what's going on. And like, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Cody's in the mouth of a monster. Yeah. My foot stuck. Ah! And everybody's like screaming in horror. And I shit you not. Like yeah. the third time they cut to it, I was like, that just looks like a piece of a construction equipment with like yeah. spaghetti on it. Like, yeah. what is every, they really what is everybody screaming about? Yeah, it goes on a little long. I can understand like the first couple of seconds you yep. might be uh, yep. <laughs> misunderstood what's going yeah. on here, but after a while, he should just be like hanging from this thing and like going, um, "I'm stuck. Please help me." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. very silent. at this point. The third cutaway where I'm like, "That's not a monster. Why is everybody so scared?" That's what I remember. Like, what the fuck? Why are we screaming? Like, he says his foot is stuck in a piece of equipment. Like, let's just help him out. Yeah, it's clearly metal. <laughs> you can see the metal grates and shit in there. And so he is. He escapes on his own. Like, he just fucking falls out. I'm stuck. Then, I can't get out. Oh wait, never mind. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and then he uh, he's he he gets away. But then they cut the Charlie Pride up on the hill, just watching this shit happen. Charlie Pride, and then I think he like si- he like signals to it. Yes, I swear to God, he does like a he doesn't chant. Do it. And he's like, Ugh. it doesn't do make it sense. now. And then the fucking moss starts falling off of it, and they realize for sure that it's just like a digger. Yep. Like, and they and they say, oh, donkajin, <laughs> donkey engine. Oh, like of course that thing we all know. Yeah, yeah. It's just a donkey engine, guys. I, I wrote donkey Some... engine question mark. What the fuck? <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly what I wrote. <laughs> feels it feels like uh it feels like a Christmas story. It's a crummy commercial. Like that's kind of like yeah, right. Hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Side note: yeah. a, a donkey engine is also known as a steam donkey. Oh, nice. I assumed it was steam powered. It was like, uh, uh, you're not my mama. That old, uh, children's book for the, a big giant snort ah, puts the baby back up in the tree. I remember that book. I still read that to Eli. Good pull. Good pull. Um, my kids are old. Um, yeah. Well, that book is fucking a hundred years I old. Know. So it has a steam, has a steam engine. In yeah. It, right? I, I remember that book well, but my kids um, do not read that kind of stuff anymore. No. Um, and so then, then I started asking, so because of this, I started asking questions like, so if it's a natural process that fucking puts this donkey engine up, is it happen like once a day? It has to be regular. If it's like a geyser sort of thing where it's like, it comes up once a day and then it goes back down. 
But that means like the dude living there would have seen that shit happen over and over again. I know. Unless he was just hammered drunk all the time when uh when Cody wasn't there hanging out with him. <laughs> Fucking Cody. It doesn't make any sense. So anyway, I don't know. Cody's a great kid. But also they had they have drained the shitload of water out yeah. of this by the time this happened. It's like twenty feet down. Yeah, there's like, like nothing people left. People are slipping and sliding. Bone dry. The yeah. The f- once again, the fuck the whole town shows up and they're fucking climbing yeah. in the hole and slipping down. It's like extra dangerous. Nobody knows how to get the fuck out of here, but they are just all plunging in. Yeah. So it's like a kind of a wild ending, like a madcap ending, but like really nothing happens. Like yeah. I mean, they save him. I guess so. He'd been down there like a couple hours like living in the in the top of that scoop i guess i yeah, guess i guess yeah. like sucking sucking air from the top of that scoop and i guess his foot must have been stuck the whole time because like why wouldn't he just swim away <laughs> that sounds like torture <laughs> yeah yeah that could be the whole movie of him down there just like uh, buried alive he just like keeps coming up help somebody help and just goes back yeah because yeah. so i was wondering how long they left him there because did he come up a few times and didn't work you know what yes. i mean like I got my foot stuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, so then I guess it's like it's like movie over basically, except they cut back to the lake, and Charlie Pride transforms into an eagle, and then an old man, and then the Kadaicha man. Oh, yeah, then he's the Kadaicha man, and fucking like he puts a hex or he's doing some kind of chant again, and then fucking Charlie's on the other side of the fucking gorge, and he's like. <gasps> He comes to all these fucking revelations like, oh, there is there is such thing as frog dreaming. There is a dream time and there is a donkey gong and all this shit. Like all of his feelings and thoughts and all the shit that he was trying to get to the bottom of have been confirmed in this last scene. And then we get the credits. Yeah, but like sort of. I mean, I get it. Like he's like, but uh, confirmed Charlie Pride stomps. And then something takes the bait and something pulls everything into the water. Correct. I think so. There's something there. Yeah, and I think that's it's a real, a real Donka Jim. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's. I, I think that's what Cody was saying was that there's a real Donka Jim. Which uh, like it's, but it, it just happens to make the word donkey engine. But it's, <laughs> exactly, it's, it's, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But this is where <laughs> this is where it's so fucking strange because I'll admit I don't know what the fuck a Donka Jim is. I don't know if that's a real piece of this Kardaicha. Uh, lore or uh, magic or whatever the fuck you want to call it, but that Kardaicha shit is fucking scary. Like I said, apparently, like the Aborigines, they believe that like death was never a natural occurrence, or there was no such thing as a natural death. Like if you died, it's because somebody wished ill will upon you, or cursed you, or something, and that's why you died. And then like the Kardaicha man was supposed to like right that wrong. Like they were supposed to point out who put that juju on you, basically like who, who wanted you to die. And then that person has to pay for it. So then like the Kadaicha man, like fucking hunts that person down and make sure that they die to pay for your death. And like, it's like a vicious cycle because if you think about yeah. it, that's fucking psychotic because <laughs> yeah. na- people die naturally. But if you don't believe that shit, right? Like that's insane. Like, Somebody has to pay. Yeah, like you're just that. murdering people because to pay for somebody else's death. That's insane. That's insane. And like <clears throat> all the curses and the hexes and all the um, chanting that that guy was doing, they were like small pieces of part of that whole Kadaicha 
uh, uh, folklore, I guess, where they do something that's called like bone pointing or some shit like that, where they like <laughs> shave a bone out of either human bone or fucking animal bone or some shit. And they, they like put a spell on it and they point it at a person. And like in that world, those people obviously believe that they're fucking cursed. And then they just like die inexplicably because huh. they believe they've been cursed by the Kodaicha or by the bone pointing or whatever. It's this whole creepy shit that's on the same line of like voodoo and all that stuff that was probably too scary to even pay attention to when I was younger. <laughs> and like, I thought it was very interesting and I guess it's just because it's Australia, but I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, we, we never heard about it. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about this shit, but I thought it was very interesting to tap into something that fucking dark, but like on such a light, 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 uh, spectrum like i just thought it was interesting so it's it's kind of weird it was like somewhere in this movie with all of the undertones and some of the things that they hinted on this movie could have been fucking creepy and pretty awesome probably yeah it's weird that they just brought it up at the end too like they had that whole th- time with the aboriginal people mm-hmm. like eating food and eating crabs and shit they could have they could have like spliced a little bit of it in there yeah yeah, like yeah. nothing. Ask, asking regular people about it and be like, oh, no, you don't talk about that shit. That's real dark. Yeah, you know, yeah. And so absolutely. Might and, get in trouble. You're right. And, and, and it's possible, right? It's This is so funny, these layers. But it's possible because, like, the Aborigines were basically, like, fucking wiped off the face of the earth, right? And so, like, it's possible that because that history and all that folklore or whatever you want to call it lies with the Aborigine people, that that story wasn't meant to be told if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. right? Like they're not borrowing some of their history and some of their heritage and applying it to a story that to people who don't understand it would be fucking wild and creepy and probably entertaining, right? Because it's also enlightening. Like what the fuck is this shit? And then you look it up and you're like, holy shit, I don't understand this. That's crazy. It's scary to me because I don't understand it in my reality. But they didn't even go there. Like they didn't even get that deep and tell the story. Right. In some respects could possibly honor it. Right. As something that's an actual reality for some group of people and bring it to film. Like they didn't go, they didn't take it to that step. It was like, it was almost like they were like, okay, so here's the popular movies that Steven Spielberg's making. Let's think of something that we can do period yeah and that's it and they're like shove, oh we shove a little australian folklore yeah in there. and let's have a light-hearted fantasy adventure with some of this aborigine folklore as the overarching theme but not dive in it too much and like i don't you know what i mean I, that's the only thing i guess i can i can take from it because there's a lot more that they could have really tapped into and this movie would have been fucking insane yeah i mean like definitely this movie is like I think we're definitely getting into like what we think about the movie and like, it's so, it's so close to being great. Like if it, if it just had two more characters, if he had like a, another friend, yep. like uh, just any, just one more character, yeah. honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could have, Wendy was okay. If he had one more character, yeah, just like a friend who was like his buddy who, who, who didn't know as much as him about anything right didn't know as much about the mechanical devices didn't know as, but maybe that maybe that kid maybe you could have a little aboriginal friend i don't know 
something like that. It's funny. Could have been nice to, yeah. to bounce off of, you know, about some of the stuff. So he didn't have to learn about it all by himself. Because honestly, he doesn't really learn about it. He just he hears the word Donkajin. He hears the word Kadai. I don't think yeah. he says Kadai. Nope. Did he say Kadai No, I feel like it was the guy. I feel like it was the guy. Um... Was it like just a voiceover or something? Or I honestly I don't know. I think he said it's the Kadaicha man or some shit. Because that Kadaicha man or there was also some kind of alternative that I was reading about too. Like I think they call him like the Featherfoot or some shit. And like in the okay. lore, what they do is they have these like boots or like the soles of the feet are made from like the feathers of whatever bird and they're like whoa human skin yeah well so but to say no seriously they're woven together with apparently human blood and hair no god yeah and like so this guy is supposed to be like the stealthiest assassin because these fucking feather feet you can't hear him coming like i'm telling you it's creepy Again, scary shit. all of the stuff would be great yeah. In the movie. <laughs> yeah but like he can sneak up on your ass you can't hear him coming because he's walking on fucking feathers and then he puts the goddamn bone hex on you and you're fucked. <laughs> man, this is like the next Babadook. I can Dude, see Dude, I'm happening. telling you, man. Like, somewhere there's a movie that we're explaining <laughs> this, that's this probably, probably been this probably made exists. that we haven't seen. And I'll, Probably some terrible movie. <laughs> that's probably horrible. I'm saying that all of this shit would make a great movie. But the problem is probably you got to have the right person telling the story. Because yeah. if it gets whitewashed or hollywoodized or somebody trying to tell a story of another people that aren't of the people it won't go across it won't come across the right way that's that's kind of what we learned through time it's like these things don't yeah. they don't hit the mark if the right person isn't telling the story so I yeah don't know. definitely um yeah so i definitely like the movie but there's some problems with it for sure sure so let's go into our other other world famous segment uh <laughs> we've modified it can, can you watch this with your kids or at what age would you have to watch this with your kids or what would you have to explain to your children about this movie oh that's so great that's so great because like when we're looking at it like it's pretty close to a movie like i thought maybe i could watch it with the kids like yeah my daughter's six i was like um it's a little scary at first. There's some adventure. She's she's up for some adventure stuff as a kid. I think honestly, it's the it's like the weird smoking stuff. It's like the weird <laughs> uh, driving your dad home drunk stuff. It's like the weird stuff that like I would be like, listen, like that's not how the world works yeah. ever. Yeah. This is this is this did never happen. Um, the scary stuff she would definitely be scared of, but um, and it goes on a little long and it is a little fake. Yeah. E yeah. looking that I think she'd be okay. I mean, she's six. Fuck, I don't know. But I think I gotta wait till she's like ten, maybe. Well, so that's what like, I was. Gonna... Even then, I don't know if I'd want to to show it to her because yeah. it's not that good. That's there's the so many other things I would show her first, and and I would show this later. That that's the problem right there. I think you hit the nail on the head on with your last sentence is. It's not terrible, but it's not great. It's it's definitely not something where it's like, oh, I can enjoy this movie, right? Like, I watched it. And it wasn't bad. I wasn't. I wasn't like suffering through this movie. I just felt like it could have been better. There's so much more that they could have added that could have made this movie cooler. But that's me also saying it as an adult and what I would like to see. Um, as far as looking at this from a kid's perspective, or if if I could watch it with my kids, I will tell you. And I've mentioned this before. My 12 year old is a scary ass. Um, <laughs> she would watch bits and pieces. But as soon as that fucking stupid ass 
uh, machinery came out of the water and they're trying to make it scary. She would have lost her shit. But my my son would probably watch it just fine. And he's 10. <laughs> so I could tell you she could handle it if she wasn't such a scary ass. So, yeah, 10-year-old is yeah, probably yeah. a good time frame. Uh, but just like yeah. you said, there are some things that you're like, all right, I got to explain this, right? But it's a different culture. You know what I mean? It's, that's basically what it, I guess it comes down to is, you know, it's a, I guess this is a foreign movie, so to speak, right? This is Australian. I think it was filmed out there in Australia. Is that correct? Or I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it was all, all Australian. Yeah. So, I mean, and even so, like when they start throwing around the term, the blacks and stuff like that, I know how it hit me. And I was like, yeah. shit, like. It's like you have to explain the context behind why that's weird or why that's yeah. awkward or why that shouldn't be said. Like, it's so funny that that term, just that term, the blacks and how they throw it around, how even if you don't know where they're coming from, like, it just doesn't sound right <laughs> as yeah. an American. Yeah, it doesn't hit right. As an American, yeah. it doesn't hit right. But then when you go back and peel the layers back and you're like, okay, they're talking about the Aborigines. We know, I guess, throughout history, because it's, it's Australian history. It's not my history. I don't know it front to back but from what i understand it's it's basically uh, you know the equivalent of how we would view the native american um you know history and how and how it was mm -hmm. taken over by the colonial folks when they came here um it's it's kind of the same thing you know they, they took it over in australia and aborigines got mm -hmm. got mm -hmm. fucked out of their land so um yeah so anything in a um i guess in a passe context or where you're just throwing out a term right you, when you explain them as the color of their skin like it's it's typically derogatory so it's not much more you need to understand than that so even abby's is probably, it's probably most likely to i didn't i didn't hear abby's but that's that's funny. they said it at least once at least once yeah they said abby's. i can see i can see uh, old, old gaz dropping that <laughs> gaz dropping the ab bomb <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he did the A word. He hit with the A word. So it's so funny because we're just talking about it casually. But like, I'm sorry if you're Australian, but I'm sure there's somebody out there like, Jesus Christ, these guys are insensitive. It's like, I don't Dumb get Americans. it. Yeah. Put it this way. I understand that it's possibly derogatory. I'm, and I'm sure it is. Like, I'm 100% <laughs> sure it is. Um, but it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's the 80s, man. Like, the 80s just did not care. They didn't give a shit. Like nobody really. Yeah. Nobody is. Just, you know what I mean? I mean, this is a kids movie. They they made this for kids or teens or whatever. Like th this is a kids movie. Yeah. And they thought all these things were appropriate to put in a kids movie. It's crazy. And that's kind of weird when you think about that. That's the foreign movie aspect. Like it's just a it's a it's a romp. It's a fun thing. You know, it's like they can be a little scary, and the kid can go out in his own for fucking four days, and nobody fucking worries about. It. I mean, that's the eighties, I guess, but. He can he can dance with some thirty old women that drive his dad home drunk. It's like it was a different time. <laughs> Australia. He's like uh, Pam. He's cutting a rug with Pam, and he's like Pam. I got to drop off Gaza, and I'm gonna come over and tap that ass. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I think the women smoking over there too. They were like drag, sucking on a marble red, being like, I got my eye on the skinny one. Fucking, I'm fourteen. <laughs> I do not know what I'm doing. It's like Patty and Stella over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, boy. I'll teach you. <laughs> so I guess one of our other segments that we've blatantly stolen from other movie podcasts is uh, uh, who's your guy? Who's who? Or who's like, what's a favorite part of this movie? Um, 
do you have a favorite uh, character or <laughs> it was mostly side character probably. But, um, I got a character I have for a, sure. Uh, I think I'll let you go. I mean, obviously, I love the little girl, but I think Gaz might be <laughs> my favorite extra dude. I can see that. Because every time they cut to him, he's doing something. He's either defending them, like, awesomely, or teaching them stuff they shouldn't know. Yeah. Or, or like, just just being, like, a good, uh, you know, like, latchkey kid guardian. dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 80s. No, I hear you, man. Like, that's the thing, like. If you look at it through this lens, I'm sure, and I didn't, right? But if you looked at it through today's lens, you're probably like, ah, you probably shouldn't do that. But, like, <laughs> he cared. He fucking took the kid in, right? He's trying. He cared that he, he seemingly died. Like, he was obviously compassionate. He cared about the kid. And, um, you know, he was teaching him dad things, right? He's a single parent. He's yep. doing his thing. I don't know. Oh, he's obviously teaching him stuff. Remember, he was like, he unveiled the car, and the kid was like, it runs a little rough. He's like, that's why we're going to replace the carburetor together or whatever. That's cool. So he's teaching him things. That's cool he's shit, man. Good dad. It's cool shit. Yeah. He is involved. Um, he doesn't want him to get in trouble. He tries to tell him not to fucking go back to the Donkey Kong hole, but, you know, he's there. I get it. He's probably so. Who's your? He's, guy? A, he's a close second for me, but uh, you know, it's 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 my girl Jane, man. My girl, my girl Jane. From from the minute she started talking about the blacks and smoking, I was like, this fucking kid is inappropriate. That scene where they fucking cut to her with a cigarette just hanging out of her mouth—that's the moment this movie changed. I was like, what the fuck? Fucking mouth herpes. Four, 14 year olds with mouth this, herpes. I can't put enough information on this. They don't mention that she's smoking. No, man. It's, it's so casual. <laughs> right? It's so casual. And that's something I'll never, I, maybe, I mean, who knows when I'll be able to explain that level of like humor <laughs> to my daughter. Like, that they didn't even mention it. <laughs> it's, that's what made it so fucking funny. Dude, this is how the dialogue went. And I didn't even write it. So I'm going from memory. I'm going from memory. Wendy, hey, Ch- hey, hey, Cody, what are you doing tomorrow? Cody, oh, I don't know nothing. Wendy, you want to have a picnic? Cody, a picnic? She's like, Wendy goes, yeah, you know, we can go on like an adventure and go exploring. He's like, oh, you mean like a hike? Yeah, like a hike. Great. I'll pack some chicken sandwiches. Jane. I'm going to grab some cigarettes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of hike is this? <laughs> She's like so excited about it. Yeah, fuck yeah. We're going on a goddamn adventure. We're going to fucking eat chicken sandwiches and smoke Marlboros. That's my kind of fucking party. And she, oh got, she brings the cigarettes. She smokes the cigarettes. She doesn't offer it nobody doesn't else give a them fucking cigarette. <laughs> Y'all can go over there with them dry ass chicken sandwiches and drink out your goddamn sippy cups. I'm a real man. <laughs> this is James. And the funny thing is, I remember the first time I ever had a cigarette was probably that same age, man. As the older kids were smoking, they taught me how to smoke, so I was smoking in middle school, probably pretty regular. That's I think I had one about the about thirteen or fourteen for yeah, sure, but. 13. I... Yeah, I had to walk a mile to the Pizza Hut to buy it from the vending machine. Uh, oh, dude, you, you did you buy it yourself? <laughs> yeah, from Pizza Hut, I, bro. That's me and my friend Pat walked a literal mile across yeah. down the neighborhood across the highway. I remember those Pizza fucking Hut. vending machines, man. And then put in like fucking forty five quarters. Yeah, and then 
pulled the button and ran. Yeah. Got the cigarettes and ran. Oh, that's fucking crazy, man. I, I had the hard times, man. We used to hang out in front of the Exxon right there in the middle of Fox Mill Estates. Hang out at the fucking <laughs> Exxon. I would think it was John Milton Drive and wait for the one guy that just looked at us like he knew what was up. He was like, what are you guys doing? And we'd be like, hey, man, you buy some cigarettes for us? And we'd be like, you keep the change. It's, it's the only way you get them. You keep the change. You give them like five bucks. Cause it was probably about $2 back then. That motherfucker yeah. bought him cigarettes in a heartbeat, and he just throw them at him and just get in the car and drive. You just had to wait. You yeah. had to wait. You had to wait about an hour or so to find somebody, but somebody <laughs> would do it. Somebody would do it, and then we would fucking walk through the creek, go down to the storm drains, and smoke cigarettes. That's all we would do. That shit was so stupid. And, like, I swear, in middle school, that's probably the most I ever smoked cigarettes was in middle school. Really? No. I smoked that, like, one pack. I think I might have smoked two or three cigarettes, and I gave the rest of that pack to my friend Pat. It was like, <laughs> This is enough for me. I'm done now. I it's it was dumb, man. Like I said, it was just something I ever I did. I never got addicted. I mean, you're right. Like, I'm not here to say that. I don't think it's a real thing. It just never happened to me. Like it was always something that I would do socially, right? And typically, when yeah. I started drinking, I would have a cigarette here and there. And I don't know. I'd say in the past few years or so, I'm just like I don't fucking need to do this shit anymore. It's like smoke. What what do I look like smoking once once every two or three years? It's just stupid. So, yeah, I mean it's like hanging out with the guys. Like we'll bring out the hookah, and that's like the only time I do that. Yeah. I don't have a hookah's yeah. fun. That shit's tasty. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah, it's like smoking all like it, it, to your body. It's like smoking yeah, all like, cigarettes. It's, but it's delicious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is horrible for me, but it tastes so. It's good. like being outside for like two hours today. So yeah, oh same my thing. god, yeah, either hookah or fucking ride a mile on a bike. I think I do hookah <laughs> in the uh, Canadian in the, in the Canadian in the Canadian maple maple forest smog. Uh, but anyways, like I said, Dylan, don't Google me. <laughs> I don't think it'll come up. I don't know. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, I guess the next segment is usually, uh, what are you watching now? Do you watch anything good that you would recommend other than this? Or maybe something that's from the same time frame? Just, just another recommendation. Well, I think current current thing, uh, me and the kids went to see the new Spider-Man movie, uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Fucking ripped ass. It was so amazing. Uh, it is like an art art film with Spider-Man inside of it. It's and if you I don't know anything, you know, I don't read I pretend I read the comic books, but I just know like I'm looking up the screen like that's like the 90s Spider-Man. I can tell cuz he's got a lot of pouches on him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like it's like jokes like that where I'm like this is for the adults. Um, so that was awesome. Um, I want to see it. Yeah, it is awesome. It's fun. Um, I say from the same era, um, if you're looking for another movie by this same director, there's a movie called BMX Bandits starring Nicole Kidman. I've heard of this movie and I've watched portions of it in my adult life. Yeah, I watched it uh, because I watched it when I was an adult. It wasn't a movie that showed up when I was a kid. It is definitely a kid's movie. Yeah. I think Nicole Kidman looks like she's like 16, yep, yep. 17 in it. Um, it's by the same director, so it's kind of got the same like problems or style as this movie. Okay. Like, you know, I skimmed through it today uh, just to make sure I remember what it was. It's 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 an Australian BMX bike movie yeah. with kids. If you want to see BMX bikes in the 80s and they're, they're solving like a, a crime 
ready to go. I think I might have to watch that one again because I remember watching bits and pieces of it. I guess if we're, if I don't we're, know if it's worth watching. Probably, yeah. Okay, I won't. I, I took your word on if it. If you were, if you were in a group, if you like in a group watch, like I skipped, I watched it like at the Vienna House with a bunch of guys, and I was like, this is okay. <laughs> but skipping through it by myself today, I was like, eh, I don't think I can handle this. What? Like, well, I think you've already seen it, but I guess. Um, uh, if we're talking newer movies and family movies, I'll stick with that theme. Uh, the Mario Mario Brothers movie was really good. Uh, I enjoyed it, yeah. right? It's probably not a great movie if you have to talk about it, but it's entertaining, and that's all there is to it, yeah. right? It's very entertaining, especially if you enjoy that whole, uh, you know, just, uh, all that cast of characters and that world, and you enjoyed Nintendo as a kid, right? If we're talking the 80s, that is... My life is Nintendo, so Mario Brothers has got a special place in my heart, and uh, this movie was very enjoyable. Yeah, I, th- I feel like the Mario Brothers movie did a good job of like being easily easy to understand for kids. Sure. Just like a basic like the bad guy coming must stop bad guy. Yeah, must go through other worlds to stop bad guy. Yeah, but then as an adult, you're like, oh, they're doing the thing where they're like having to hit the power ups. So yeah. Like, with all these little yeah, hidden man. for the adults to be like, oh, look at that thing right there. Yep. They're trying to get the star. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it was fun. The Donkey um, the Donkey Kong scenes, Mario Kart. Yeah, Donkey Kong World. Yep. The Mario the Kart stuff. Yep. I instantly wanted Road. to go home and play fucking Mario Kart. And when they were talking about Rainbow yeah. Road, I was like, yeah, man, that's right. I fucking hate that level. <laughs> Rainbow Road's hard as hell. You fall off the sides. Yeah, I always fall off the goddamn sides. I fucking hate Rainbow Road. <laughs> like, that shit was awesome, man. I, it was, it was But really the kids fun. are just like, my kids are just like, oh, look, it's a fun rainbow road. I don't, you know, I don't care. They're driving on it. <laughs> and so it, they did a good job. It's not a great movie. Sure, exactly. Yeah, I will. I will definitely admit that it's just enjoyable. Yeah. And um, to your point, though, since my kids are older, um, they Mario Kart and Mario in general does a really good job of just keeping some of the same themes going throughout time. So, like, as we play Mario Kart on the Switch they understand what's going on right they've played the rainbow road has been there's been newer iterations of rainbow road for years right hmm. i don't know when it first originated i don't know if it was on super nintendo but it might have been on uh gamecube I think so. it might is either super nintendo or super, gamecube is one of those when it first yeah. came out but um i'm just saying it's 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 been in the game for a long time so uh when they put out the mario kart i think it was eight it was the most recent one excuse me and that was actually ported over to um to switch so that was one of the first games that we got so they've, they've played it is what i'm saying like you know they're <laughs> you know they're 10 and 12 and they get it <laughs> it's like oh we hate rainbow road and we're looking at each other like yeah that's just whack <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so funny how they like just make you know same things over and over again but yeah. they make it better um, I think also I want to recommend if you're into other Australian movies, like, <laughs> this will probably come up on the podcast, but the films of Yahoo Serious. Hmm. Are you aware of these? No. Uh, Young Einstein. Do, I've heard Einstein? of it, but I don't think I've ever seen these movies. Oh, Young Einstein's great. He like it's like a it's like Forrest Gump, but Australian. We're like he he is Young Einstein. He invents everything. Like okay. he puts he does some electrical experiment and puts the bubbles in beer. He like. You know, does all these other experiments and like other things happen. It's like kind of like a Forrest Gump kind of okay. thing. And he also made one called uh, Reckless Kelly, which is about an Australian legend of this outlaw who like wore like armor over his face and like robbed banks or something. I don't know. Uh, Australians have a lot of weird shit going on. <laughs> hey, I like it for the theme of the movie we just watched. It's a really good yeah. conversation. So yeah, you're getting um, me hip to the, the other, game. The other movie. 
the other movie that I uh, was looking through my list of to recommend was uh, it's a documentary called Not Quite Hollywood, uh, a history of Oz exploitation movies. Okay, um, Frank so it's Oz. Like this anthology- no, like Oz, like you know, Australia, the land of Oz. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, this, this fucking the voice of Yoda out there, they're like choking <laughs> him out. I'm like, it's like you better do this. You owe us one, you motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's like a documentary about like all the movies they made in the seventies that were like uh you know exploitation ish movies. Like okay. the, the highlight would be like uh Mad Max. Gotcha. Like that would be like the best one you've ever heard of. But there's okay. like a million shittier ones below that that are like uh you know, they're in the outback and like shit's happening. Huh. It's like it's an anthology, so like the interview actors, the interview directors, the interview like people who made these movies, and it's okay. Like, it's just like nice broad view of like every Australian movie that came out, not everyone, but in the you know seventy five through eighty or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> um, so that's a good documentary to watch if you're into Australian things. Um, and I think that's about it. Um. We've discussed this movie. I finally seen it. I forget where I heard about this movie. I, <laughs> I was going to ask you that. Like, I was going to ask you, like, where did where did you come across this movie? I, I want to say maybe it's from How Did This Get Made. Like, mm. I think maybe Jason like recommended it. Like he had just heard about it, and maybe he recommended it at the end of a podcast. Okay, like, so they yeah, haven't so, they, they haven't talked about it. I don't think they've done it because I googled that a little bit. I just googled like Frog Dreaming or the Quest. Uh, you know, podcasts, mm-hmm. see if it would come up with them. And other other people have done it, but I don't think they have done it. They should do it. I mean, wouldn't it be fucking funny if that's the one they do in DC? Dude. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. We're coming to see amazing. you guys. I know you guys aren't listening, but we're coming. We'll be there in DC. Coming for you. We are fucking balcony monsters. We are coming to infiltrate. Yeah, yeah. Infiltrate. I will ask you a fucking no. question, and we will get. I will not. But uh, I'm getting there. ready. I'm getting ready. I'm gonna get on the mic. I might write up a song. I'm getting on that motherfucker oh. somehow. Well, man, we're gonna do a second opinion. I do a second oh, opinions, man. I look. Got to find out what movie it is, and I'll write something up. I don't think anybody ever did like a second opinions like rap. Do, oh, that's the first like, thing I thought of. Like a fit. So a Wale, you could do a Wale <laughs> rap. I don't know. Like, make some DC stuff in there. Damn Nobody right. ever get that. You'll be cut. You'll be uh, cut yeah, they'll be like, "What the fuck sure. was that shit? Don't even put that on the podcast." <laughs> that song fucking black people always trying to put their culture and everything <laughs> so funny so the blacks the blacks oh god damn it <laughs> that's exactly how they fucking said it oh let's go on an adventure we can see some fucking dingoes scorpions lost tribe of blacks like whoa wait what <laughs> this took a fucking turn god damn it okay man. We gotta we gotta cut this short. All and by right. short, I mean two hours long. Um, oh, anyway, so fun. we're signing off. Or our it's two dads podcast. Two D movie night uh, is our website. We haven't got any twitters. We haven't got anything else. We are out there eventually. Yeah. Um, I'll see you later. Have a week. Uh, <laughs> we have no sign. We haven't have a sign off. We ain't got one yet, but we'll get one. How about this? See you later, Mark. Can't wait to talk to you about the next movie. Good. I can't see you later. Can we talk to you about that? Maybe. Also. So stupid. All right, man.
local Warralinga tribes with legends about something they call Donkajin. I'll make chicken sandwiches. And I'll get some cigarettes. What do you know about a pond five miles east of Devil's Knob? You don't mean Donkajin Hull. up here, with a couple of them exocet missiles. We'll nuke the shit out of the entire area. Maybe, maybe not. Anyhow, what's a white boy want to know about Kadaja? You like to dance? Dance? You like to dance with the devil? How'd you know that? Man business. something and your parents wouldn't let you because it was too dangerous would you have promised them or would you have lied Dawkins is a chicken Dawkins is a chicken fuck fuck I reckon I got about three minutes worth of air down there I mean uh, where was he all last night all day yesterday no, any day. Come on, you know, Cody, comes and he goes. You've never worried about him before. What's going on, Vic? Thomas is back as Cody Walpole.